0: what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app
2: today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: The sweet science. In 1813, British writer Pierce Egan coined this colorful phrase to describe boxing, the ancient Olympic event which reemerged as a spectator sport in 17th century England. One of countless slang terms that originated from these regulated punch-out contests, the sweet science is still in use among boxing aficionados, meant to evoke how the blood sport requires both a chess master's tactical brilliance and a ballet dancer's grace. But the sweet science could also be used to describe a different sort of competition. A tournament between dessert-themed chain restaurants slash chain restaurants that serve desserts to determine which is the trait to beat. This year, six eateries have entered the fray, plus the winners of the Triple Treat Eden Matches, the Bake Off and the Shake Off, to compete for the most prestigious award in chain restaurant podcast competition, the Dave Thomas Cup. Who will outpunch their weight class and possibly push this podcast host into an even higher weight class? Which confection will win the election? Who is this year's champion? This week on Doughboys, the opening two matches of the first round of Munch Madness 2021, the Tournament of Champions, Pi Noon, sponsored by Manscaped. Baskin Robbins versus Ben and Jerry's and BJ's Brew House and Restaurant versus The Cheesecake Factory. Let's go. Oh, the Doughboys.
3: Doughboys. Doughboys.
0: Welcome to Doughboys the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, They Fry Now? Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell. They Fry Now. You know, a riff on the best a, movie line that ever was. That's I, I from know, Derek I, from Long Beach, California.
4: <laughs> they Fly Now? That's, that was the,
0: uh, is, is that- They that's Fly the, Now.
4: That was the third, uh, everyone said, like it said, like three or four times in a row.
0: It's from Rise of Skywalker. It's like an yeah. eight minute scene, and then every character who's ever said a line in the new Star Wars trilogy says they, fry, they fly now, some variant of that. Uh, Derek from Long Beach, California writes, uh, Yay, Nick, do you miss it here? We have a Shake Shack now, but it kind of sucks. Yeah, Shake Shack is very inconsistent. Long live Bacon Broil and Enrique's, a couple of local joints. RoastSpoonMan at gmail.com. I remember I saw that movie in Atlanta with Sam mm.
4: Richardson, with Sam yeah, Richardson in uh, Atlanta. And Jen D'Angelo, and Jen D'Angelo was so nervous that there was going to be a shooting at the theater. Oh, like she man. thought that she thought there would be like a shoot like on the Star Wars on the first night. and uh, after the movie was done, I kind of wished that there had been
0: Jesus Christ take me out of my misery before I watch that bullshit, so our listeners obviously can't wouldn't have picked this up, but emma, uh, our producer, literally tugged her collar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never seen her do that before. <laughs> I don't even think I realized I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. It's a, it, It's. I'm
0: saying I.
4: I would rather death than see the movie.
0: No, we got it. I, I was gonna say like how
4: grim That's is that it? bad on everything that on everything. Have you never seen it? I
0: saw it. Okay. I saw it more than once. I saw it twice in theaters, and then I saw the, and then I watched the screener that we were sent because I guess they thought it was gonna like win the Oscar. They they send it to like members of the writer's guild to vote for it for like best screenplay or some shit.
4: I guess it was insensitive. Anyways, I turned my volume down for this episode because of our guests. I just want everyone to know that it's gonna be a loud, yelly episode
0: in a good way. Um let me let me just I, I, I just wanted to say that the 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 movie theater thing is really because you know, you and I love the movie love going to the movies. I think you more so than me. I sometimes yes. get anxiety in a movie theater, but you love going to the movies. There there was a, first you were like afraid that you were going to get shot in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like you can't, you, you're afraid you're going to get uh, an infectious disease that's going to kill yeah. your parents at a movie mm-hmm. theater. And we'll it's be- like when, I, I, guess, I guess eventually when there's a vaccine and we just go back to being afraid of shootings. You know
4: what that means? Yeah. Perfect time for the Tomorrow War to drop. <laughs> <laughs> What great luck! <laughs> a lifelong dream to then, have... of course. There's some fucking virus that took over the world. Anyways, uh, and it would be on, possibly be on Amazon.
0: Um, movie. It's great. I'm excited. Howdy
4: ho to Spoon Nation! And here is a little drop, wags. I will want to drink the dressing. I will want to drink the dressing. I will want to drink the dressing.
3: Mitch is going to drink his dressing. I
4: will want to drink the dressing. Drink it up. I will want to drink the dressing. Drink it up. I will want to drink the dressing. Oh. I'm not a big dressing drinker.
3: Yes
4: he is. I, I need to drink it. Damn, that was funky. That was really good. Hi Mitch, Kenny here from Somerville, Massachusetts. Somerville, Slumerville wags.
3: Love Somerville.
4: I mean, yeah. Uh hmm. I hope you and the boys are having fun at home during Quincy style. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope you and the boys are having fun at home doing Quincy style keg stands, kegs full of ranch dressing. By the way, the Burger King on Mystic Ave in Medford is particularly good. Thanks for all the laughs during this crazy year. Also, if you like the music, you can check out my music over at Ken. Oh, God. Ken Doe. Closer K- to the screen. Closer to the screen uh, to read. Amazing it, visual
0: Mitch- here. Mitch keeps leaning in further and further towards his laptop.
4: It's K- k-e-n-d-a-u-x dot bandcamp.com.
0: Like like American Pie Bandcamp. What what like font point are you using? I could not believe how close you had to get to the, your webcam to read that. Wagner, when I was young, mm-hmm. I was
4: extremely nearsighted. Did you know that? And my mom—I've talked about this plenty of times. Yeah, you my mentioned mom- this before. My—they—they uh, they thought I was going to go blinded one eye, but uh, honestly, over the years, that's supposed to switch. It's supposed to switch back.
1: You uh, were diagnosed with Teddy Bear Eyes, a lesser-known disease where you have just two little black buttons in the middle of your plush fucking head. <laughs> Nine minutes I waited to talk on this dumbass. <laughs> Can't do wow, 30 seconds ahead when you're the guest on a podcast. You can only do it when you're <laughs> listening to a podcast.
4: Well, I'm, I was thrown off by the whole be- beginning. Weiger made me feel like I said something I shouldn't say, and now I, I'm nervous. I don't know. I, 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 I Did I fuck up? No, you're no, fine. You're
0: fine. It's not It's not your fault America's bad.
1: Yeah, no one knows you went to the, the TLJ or whatever the fuck the movie was called with uh, The Rise of Skywalker. You went there with a gun with one
4: bullet.
3: No <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: only taking out myself
0: our guest today an actor and comedian who hosts the podcast high and mighty and action boys the great john gabrus is back hi gabrus
1: hi weiger hi mitch hi emma thank you for having Hi, drop king <laughs> i never met him so I, i'm not ai don't feel beholden to say hello to him <laughs> uh what's up freaks i miss you guys uh i I can't believe how much I miss you guys and then one minute into Mitch trying to, and here's a drop, I was like, ugh, I got two hours of this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to this all week long the second it starts, I'm like, ugh, another hour and a half of like wx.z.bandcamp. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, we gotta give him a shout out. That was, it was a good... That it was, was a great drop. It was a good drop. Great drop. It was a really good drop.
1: I feel like Listeners should pay attention to this episode and see that drop and go, that's an actual idea. That's like a take on something that's a demonstration of talent and capability. And not got not it. everyone else is just like, dun-dun-dun-dun, come. And you're like, <laughs>
3: okay. I think that's Thank pretty you. good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. That one's pretty solid, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when we saw the rise of Skywalker in the theater, I was with uh, Ben Rogers and Garrick Bernard, and she goes, My name's Ray. And they're like, is that all? Or like, what's your last name? And it's the end of the movie. And this movie has been so bad the entire time. I never talk in a theater, but I just turn and go Donovan
3: to like my entire <laughs> <run>. <laughs>
1: ruining this huge moment of this movie because it was so boring <laughs> by the time it came. I felt yeah. it was okay to talk shit at the screen. It turned into Rocky Horror at that point just yeah, a
0: dull slog and then also and then that the payoff from that moment is like that's not earned you didn't <laughs> yeah. she is not ray skywalker <laughs> although they lando
1: love... fucking his daughter was earned i like that
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> they love the last name thing in the the disney star wars they did the same move with in solo but yeah. someone a character having no last name and then that last name getting some some story importance like people yeah. just have names
1: that's like the third beat of a bad harold i feel like often it's like and that character the whole time that was president William Jefferson Clinton. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's like semi-earned, you know? And you kind of get that applause from improv students who are like, well, that was interesting. They like yeah. kind of work that. That's like the movie ends with that. It's like this is like a $100 million movie. And it ends with like a, two characters saying the same word at the same time. Blackout.
3: <laughs>
4: I feel like the only thing I remember for that movie is The Big Worm. That's like one of the only things that that big worm. Uh, from Solo, you mean? Are
1: you thinking of Friday?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you definitely
1: have Solo and the movie Friday confused right now. Which I is, would never happens so often.
4: <laughs> never, I would never. Uh, R.I.P. to Tiny Lister, Debo. Uh, Debo, but I, he's but, the fucking best. He's awesome, but I, but I. It, remember, there's like a big worm in a cave, and then of course, like the the Snoke clones is kind of the other thing I remember.
0: Oh, they've got the worm in the cave in in Episode Nine, but in Solo, there's like the Worm Queen who's underground. That's that's one of the only good parts of Solo. That part's cool. Yeah, that's why the yeah, that that opening
1: sequence. Yeah, yeah, that's like the movie. I don't care about how he becomes Solo. Just let me see him be like a little street scamp fucking running scams. Like that's a fun idea for like Solo. Uh, done like the mandalorian i think would have been a much better of like just him being a young smuggler and shit doing like 100 percent
0: for sure yeah because it's like uh it's like the cold open for last crusade where we see river phoenix rip as young indiana jones but it's not like the only the only beat we get of like how he becomes indiana jones is just like oh he like grabs a hat Yes. Like that, yeah, like like we don't need like we don't need all that shit. You know, we don't need to see how every single. I, I at the same, and I like the Hobbit movies, but like, there's a part where, like, we learn how uh, how Bilbo's sword got named Sting, and it's yeah. just like I don't give a shit. I don't care why this is called Sting. Like, it can just be called Sting. We don't need to explain this to me. This makes it. This makes the world building less interesting.
4: I want to see a burger. I want to see a Nick Wagger origin story, where <laughs> yeah. a young Nick, a young Nick Wagger rolls up into a ball for the first time and. And All sucks right. himself off. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
0: so we're talking movies. How would that happen? Like you're like you're,
4: you're, like, you're stretching, like you're you're like stretching on the floor, and then you're like, I dropped a. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think of how you how you could get there. How you could get to the point of where you look, Mom. Out. I can
1: hold a banana in my asshole and eat it. <laughs> Oops.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the banana.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's perfect.
1: Been there, brother. Uh, yeah, so we're talking movies. We only have four restaurants to go over, so let's yes. get a, a well, little more. These movies are from a couple of years ago, too, so let's get to more modern movies.
0: Eventually. <laughs> I did want to talk about movie snacks, which I know we've covered on this podcast, but Gabriel, I don't know if we've gotten your opinions on what you like to munch on in a movie theater or if you're watching a film at home.
1: Ooh, home, I like entrees. I like real food. I love like the full little Alamo experience at home. Like we try to time it and we leave them the movie on pause before it starts for when we get our food so that we're allowed five minutes of food discussion that doesn't step on the the movie. Oh, that's so. Like, I I mean, this is what happens when my poor wife is married to a guy who gives too much of a shit about takeout and movies. I'm like, (laughs) we need five minutes to discuss how good the takeout is, and then the movie starts, and then we're done talking about the food, okay?
3: (laughs) I have like all these
1: stupid (laughs)
4: rules. (laughs) I'm the same way. I, 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 I always will. And for me, a lot of the times at home, like pizza. Obviously, pizza is a big one. But sure. I I will I'll I'll eat a little bit, but I I always try to start the movie like when I've at least had two slices. I'm trying not to eat too much while the movie's on because I'm not I'm going to just be paying attention to the food, I, and I gotta I gotta pay a hundred percent attention to the movie.
1: See, my problem is the opposite. I pay a hundred percent of uh to the movie and i am like passively consuming 3000 calories like i'm not even <laughs> like it's not even registering that food is going in my body it's like wow I, we had three orders of general tso's it's like we had Gabrus. <laughs> jesus <laughs>
3: i'm like why you call me Gabrus,
1: tiff <laughs> she wanted she wanted me to tell you guys Tell them thank you for all the weight gain this week. Well worth it. <laughs> we Wow, uh, that's nice. She she took the ride with me on a lot of these uh places we were gonna we're gonna talk about later.
4: We we th- th- there was my mom my mom took the ride with me. God it sounded pathetic as coming out of <laughs> um but uh for movie theater
1: snacks, I'm a big beverage guy. I like a treat oh, yeah. beverage in there because mm. I'm usually very stoned. And uh so like Every movie for me now, especially because nothing is below one hundred and thirty five minutes, every movie for me now is a a, a three way race between cotton mouth, my bladder, and the film's runtime of like <laughs> yeah. I'm thirsty, but if I drink any more, I might have to sprint try to guess when I can leave but I saw the Irishman in a fucking, in the theater, stoned as hell with just a bottle of water, and I had to pee like an hour in, but I was all the way in like the fucking uh, up against the wall. So I was like taking bottle cap sips of water like every eight minutes I was allowing my – like I felt like I was in a fucking – this is my version of like alive or alone, uh, where I'm like trying to survive watching the Irishman in a theater at the Egyptian.
4: <laughs> that's, that's that – I – the only time I ever even think about like, oh shit, I got to piss so bad is in movie theaters. That, and that, like, I always am just holding it for so long. Like I always like, even, even if it's like 20 minutes into a movie, I feel like I try to hold it to the end of a movie. If I'm seeing a 90 minute movie, no issues. But, but yeah. when, when it's a, like, when it's an Irishman, you're, you're, you're in trouble.
0: I'm realizing I'm have I I think probably when movies reopen, I'm just going to go into movies expecting to take one bathroom break. And I'm just going to be like, you know what, instead of trying to get through the whole movie, I'm just going to miss some of it. If I like the movie, I'll rewatch it instead of Mm -hmm. having like my legs crossed for the 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 act three, uh, afraid I'm going to piss my pants before the post credit scene.
1: Weiger, you are hitting the nail on the fucking head. It's all self-induced pressure. You can certainly go to the restroom during any one of these three-hour fucking uh, theme park rides that Martin Scorsese (laughs) loves so much.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Wags, I'm pretty sure you could go to the bathroom without leaving the theater. But- um, I'm <laughs> yeah. saying you could... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's all of a sudden that the movie theater
1: door pushes open slowly and the fucking anacondas <laughs> slithering through. They got snakes out here this big? Uh, As Nick's dick <laughs> winds through the arc light all the way uh, 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 into the urinal, into the pipes, and he deposits his urine directly <laughs> in the sewer. Christ. And then s- rolls it all back up like a tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> and whips through the whips through the movie theater, <laughs> stops, inhales a bunch of popcorn from the popcorn machine directly into his urethra. Jesus, Jesus Christ! Goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then goes, puts his dick back underground to help open the movie solo.
3: <laughs>
4: Sits at Starbucks by itself having a coffee as Nick's is watching the movie. <laughs>
1: He's like, I, I really have to piss again. I feel like my dicks had two venties.
3: <laughs> okay,
0: okay. Uh, do you have? Here's another uh, question because we're talking sweets this month, and this is uh the you know the, our tournament uh, is entirely dessert themed. Gabrus, are you a man with a sweet tooth? Do you do you like your sweets, or are you more of a savory sort?
4: I got I got a question for him too because after after this, it plays into this.
1: Okay, I I, I would say I have more of a meat tooth
4: than a sweet mm. tooth. Uh, Same.
1: I And I know it's sort of like hack to say I'm not really a sweets guy, like, but I'm not, I'm fat, the old fashioned. I'd always rather have another, I'd rather have a second serving of dinner than have dessert almost all of the time. But the one dessert that really cuts the line for me is ice cream. There, I. Oh, but ice yeah. cream is not like, Ooh, I, my wife, Uh, My lovely wife, Tiffany, she likes to have a little dessert, a little something sweet after every dinner, which she can handle because she's a grown-up who can have one little scoop of ice cream or uh, two Swedish fish or something like that. She likes a little sweet to signify that the meal's over. Me, the meal never ends. Like, I'm never full. So, like, introducing (laughs) sweets after because it's, like, such a downshift and, like, it's different than what you were eating for dinner. I could then eat, like, my... Appetite is like refreshed because it's like a new category of food. So I can't fuck with it right. too much. Like, so it's not part of my regular habit, but I will frequently, you know, like anytime it's like, you got to try the dessert at this place. I'm that guy. I'm always went in Rome. But then also like every once in a while, something dumb and sweet gets my attention of like, you know, like Mamufuku Fuku milk bar or something like that. Oh, where I'm like, yeah. oh, are we getting, all right, yeah, I got it. Like I got that. Uh, r- s- cereal milk, white Russian. After we ran that half marathon, <laughs> thinking that would be like a good segue into partying again, <laughs> I was like, I'm sick, <laughs> sick as a fucking dog after <laughs> running <laughs> 13 miles in <from> Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't think I need a white Russian milkshake.
4: <laughs> that sounds good as hell.
1: But I that I my eyes are bigger than my stomach, and my stomach is insanely big. So if I could skip dessert, it's better for me. But I was thrilled to have a reason to try all these desserts uh for this week's for this year's munch madness and then the real highlight for me was a lot of these uh dessert places have dinner on the menu so i got yeah (laughs) i spent 400 dollars at fast casual restaurants this weekend (laughs) oh my god (laughs) maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm being hyperbolic maybe it's like 300 but i did because i ordered like
4: we hit a couple expensive ones, which, was, which, which we'll get into, but... We have a couple we'll sit-down
0: chains. We'll, we'll reimburse you for the cost of an Xbox Series S. Uh, <laughs> no, you can reimburse me
1: for the dessert... For the desserts you asked me to get and not the 11 orders of Buffalo blast <laughs> <have>. <laughs> for recreational purposes.
0: <laughs> so, so not as much of a sweet guy. I do have a sweet tooth. I will say, and Mitch, I, d- I don't think you have a, you're really a sweet tooth guy as well, but I am someone who, especially liquid calories are a big vice for me that I just kind of have to ban or else I'll just drink so many sodas. I, like I love, all of dr- I love, you know, like it. a margarita. I love, you know, like a, mm-hmm. like a Mai Tai or like a Pina Colada. Yeah. I love a sweet cocktail. And I do love. I, I do really look forward to a dessert course if I'm if I'm at a sit down restaurant. So I, I I don't know. I think so much of it is for me. And you mentioned you mentioned uh, Tiffany having like an ice cream after every dinner. Or, or some some little des- a dessert uh, nibble after every dinner, that was me growing up. Like my childhood was like, food was always uh, was something my dad cooked, but then we always had ice cream in the freezer. And I was like having, it was just like a ritual. Our family was just like having ice cream dishes at night after dinner. And so I just got used to that, having that probably the worst thing you could eat at the worst time of day is just a whole bunch of sugar right before you go to bed. Like nutritionally, yes. that's probably just so damaging to your body, but that's just what I was doing. Mitch, but you, at least were, in that
1: that generation, we were also having a massive amount of sugar in the morning before going to school, too. Oh, so it was and like, yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. <and> t- <laughs> and, and t- it's t- a
1: weird <laughs> bookend to a child's day when you're like, everything that matters is brain growth and ability to sleep and uh, all these anabolic things that need to happen to a child. But you're having 50 grams of sugar before going to school and 50 grams of sugar before going to bed. 100%.
4: <laughs> I would and
0: have like not a bowl mention, of God cookie knows- crisp and like yeah. <laughs> Pop-Tarts and like a glass of orange juice. And And don't forget school for eight hours. And then
4: when he came home that night, a carb, (laughs) a carb heavy dinner, like a, yeah, right. Like bread and fucking spaghetti
1: pasta and sauce. We had like four nights a week because my mom didn't know how to cook. We just had like leftover sauce and over different types of noodles every day.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'd have like a protein and then, and then, you know, like a, like a starch side, like some rice. And then like the vegetable would also be a starch, like corn. And then there'd also be dinner rolls on the table. And it was just like yeah it it it's it's uh, it's unreal what my what my diet was when I was a growing boy. Um Mitchell are you like what what do you do what are your preferences sweet wise? How do you what do you go with desserts for desserts? Well, you, I, you,
4: I didn't even think of that but when you were like, "Oh, I like like a piña colada or I love all that stuff. You know that I love like a strawberry margarita or, or yes. a mai tai. I like I definitely like sweet stuff because I like sodas and stuff still. I I that those are still a thing that I know I should never have, and I still like them. But like, if I'm at the movie theaters, just to use the movies again as an example, I will get myself a popcorn and a soda. Like, I don't have to get like a, I don't need to get candy. Like, I'm not a sweets guy in that way. Where I'm like, I need to have like sour patch kids or whatever raisinettes or something. I like those. I like peanut M and M's and stuff like that. But it's not something I have to get. I have to. I have to get the popcorn with butter on it though. Like that's what yeah. I. That's what I need. Um, speaking of which because of the pandemic a lot of people ordering popcorn from like post mating popcorn really with butter yeah would you do that
0: I I mean I can't imagine I I, I can't imagine ordering delivery popcorn
4: I miss it so much that I would do it but I I, yeah I don't I I mean but to me like if I'm in a movie theater like I want that popcorn with the shitty oil butter that will hurt my stomach no matter what
3: Mm.
1: yeah I feel like I feel like also, not, not to tie in popcorn and dessert talking into one thing, I, I do think desserts is not really a takeout category I ever think about, eat mm. also, or delivery category, because my favorite desserts are ice cream related, and that always feels... I rarely order dessert unless the place has, like... If you're ordering delivery, it's like, I might have some chips, I mean some uh, cookies in the in the cabinet or some ice cream in the freezer, but ordering delivery... There's something extra about clicking like another $12 and 400 calories that you're just like, we don't need. And, and, and in the last year since takeout became more, even more the norm than it was previously for us urban uh, center people. I was like, I can't order dessert. It just dessert never is like, I'm always like ordering dessert. That's nuts. It's makes right. less. It makes more sense to order an appetizer to me for whatever reason. Yeah. And then but then in this time I'm like, we're seeking out dessert specifically. And it's like, let like, doesn't feel like it travels well, like, uh, and we'll get into it more into details, but, and so I could see, I don't have a microwave, so I could maybe see wanting to order popcorn, but popcorn is one of the easiest things to make at home. Of like, course.
4: That, yeah. That's, I th- that's I think, a big I think part of it. I think it's specifically that people want movie theater popcorn. Like they want that, the, that, Yeah, but
1: you could, you could chase that high, uh, like sure. it's not like it's not like AMC Regal and Arclight all have like proprietary butter blends it's just fucking <laughs> you know oil like we yeah. like i think you could recreate it cl- i get it though at Sean uh former guest of the former guest of the podcast friend of uh Doughboys, uh Sean Clements at his wedding him and his wife gave out uh Arclight caramel corn as uh your to go as your to go treat for your cab ride your Uber rides home
4: that's, that's great. That's a great movie.
1: That's how much they like Arclight movie theater popcorn is that they gave it out at their wedding. Like, that's wow. fucking crazy. That's yeah. great.
4: I like that a lot.
0: I think there's part of the, as far as getting, sending, you know, sending a someone to go retrieve movie theater popcorn for you and, and bring it to your home. Like, for me, that, that speaks to, it's just, you're stir crazy, you have a disposable income and you're bored. And so it's just like, well, fuck, I don't know. I'll get some movie theater po- It's sure. the same when people were like po- were like ordering uh Dodger Stadium like hat was was selling to GoFood and you could get we were it gonna, delivered. We were going to review were it. it. We yeah, gonna,
3: and, review and it's just
0: like, well, we're just that's just something to keep me occupied cuz I can pay someone to go do this, but ultimately the food is not anything I would seek out outside of when I was actually there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. To- yeah.
1: I- i'm sorry did this start with like the dodger dog conversation is that what you were saying
0: no I, well yeah i'm just i'm just saying like the movie theater popcorn thing for me is like the same as like getting food from dodger stadium it's like, like i don't right. ever you don't ever actually want dodger stadium food when you're not at dodger stadium it's just that i can't go to dodger stadium now yeah. and get those that food i used to get there and i'm bored so fuck it i'll try this why not right um, that's what
1: that that it it reeks of that it reeks of like chasing some sort of experience which i don't fault anyone for like if you're like oh promising young woman comes on demand this weekend i want to order arc Light popcorn and drink a body factory smoothie or like whatever fucking dumb (laughs) tradition you have or like the dodgers uh game is on i want to order a a dodger dog and whatever to my house and you know, eat ice cream out of an, a Dodgers helmet or whatever. It cost like, like I $70
4: get... to do it. It's insane. It was yeah, insane. Right?
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I know that that's, that's what's nuts. Yeah. For my yeah. birthday, I ate Bay cities on the beach and that was like my idea of like,
3: wow. Oh uh, fuck. Uh, that's a
0: I, yeah. Uh Bay cities I, is a, a big, big Italian sandwich. You can get uh, out here. The godmother is their signature. Um, and it's, it's delicious. one of the it's wor- few it's Italian,
1: uh, one of the few real Italian delis in, on the in this Los Angeles area. There's a, a few. Yeah. They're very far away, and they even even here they put mustard on the Godmother, which I like, but would be sacrilegious probably to some ginzos. Mm. Yeah, but. I got to live my full fucking Jack Nicholson life, like that, uh, eating a fucking uh, shirtless Italian, eating a sub shirtless on the beach with my sunglasses on. Dream fucking come true, dude.
4: I feel like if I did that, they'd st- uh, people nearby would start pouring water on me and.
1: Trying oh to get yeah, yeah. Back. They rolled me back into. They were like,
4: <laughs> well, they
1: first they cut they cut this uh, six pack ring that was stuck in my asshole. They cut it uh, for me. <laughs> I had a straw in my urethra and a six pack ring up my asshole luckily, a couple of marine biologists were able to <laughs> uh detangle me and roll me back into the sea, <laughs> pull the golf ball out of my fucking taint
4: <laughs> I wonder if that would clear you up. I'd feel like it would... i i i i, I... Oh, man i I like all of that except that how crowded. The beach, the, the beach in LA is, but if you have that godmother and you're in a good spot. Bro, first
1: first of all, how crowded the beach is in LA is a myth in your head. Yes, Venice Beach and Santa Monica are crowded, but the beach goes, I go to Will Rogers in Malibu, and it's frequently plenty Empty. of space. Yeah, I, go, yeah, yeah. I go like w- once a week all year long. Like It's fucking great. Do you really? Yeah, when it's hot out on the weekends, it's quote-unquote crowded, but no one's like within six feet of you. Like it feels like if it's this, it was the safest place this summer in the quarantine. I felt like it was outside people were away from me and it was like a thing to do.
4: Be honest. And do it, you ever, if the lifeguard chair is empty, you ever get up there and sit in it for old time's sake?
1: I would say I have about 25 pictures in my phone of me standing with my arms folded in front of a sign that says no lifeguard on duty or something. Yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> And uh, if we want to get even deeper into my midlife crisis, quarantine, crisis of identity, I am also on the mailing list for the L.A. County Firefighter slash lifeguard exam. So I am possibly going to take it as a career. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I love podcasting, but man, if I got a few days outdoors rescuing some boogie boarders, I'd feel like a fucking king again. So I. Follow follow along at Gabriel. I, I like to launch a documentary about trying to become a lifeguard again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys.
4: Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime
0: I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with the great John Gabris, And now it's time to get into Munch Madness 2021, the Tournament of Champions, Pie Noon, sponsored by Manscaped. That's right. It's all desserts this month. Was there
4: any sound effects in there? I was waiting for. Are we going
0: to add sound effects? Uh, maybe we'll add some sound effects. That surprise do... me. Do you want to do it?
1: You want to do it again? And uh, me and Mitch could do live sound effects.
0: Okay, great. Okay, great. It's time to get into Munch Madness 2021, the Tournament of Champions Pie Noon, sponsored <laughs> by Fuck.
3: <laughs> sponsored by.
0: Man, wait, where do you want the, where do you need breaks for, where do you need breaths
2: for sound effects?
1: Nah, you just go. We'll, we, we're masters of this. You just go. We'll, we'll, we'll snipe
2: them <laughs> in as, as you already seeing. I'm leaving all of this in. I'm not cutting right. any of it.
0: Okay, I'll do Manscaped one more. Manscaped loves this shit. We'll take it once more. All right, here we go. Let's get into Munch Madness 2021, the Tournament of Champions, Pi Noon, <laughs> sponsored by Manscaped perfect so it's all desserts this month we did and remember you you
4: you went yum 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 remember oh i forgot that All that
0: was a week ago i completely forgot about it
4: was there was there any change to mine or did i just say or did i just say "Uh, uh, uh," there there was nothing
2: you whistled last week this oh yeah you're saying it but you know variety's fine
0: Yum, yum, yum. Mm. So here are, the tournament result. here are the tournament rules for this year, for this dessert tournament. Rule one, just desserts. Meals may not appeal. And Mitch also wants me to say his alt. If you're an entree or main, you cannot join the game. Better alt. Rule number two, if your drink is not slushy, Weiger will get fussy. The juice is not loose. We're not, we not covering juices. We are covering shakes and slushies. Rule number three, this one might be controversial, but donuts, donut count. This applies to all breakfast pastries. We're looking for dessert courses. We're not looking for AM sweets. Rule number four, if it's in a mall, you can't play ball. So we're not covering mall food court staples like your Cinnabons, like your Mrs. Fields cookies. And we're do- we're making that rule purely because of the pandemic. We don't want to be sending our guests into malls. And we certainly don't want to be sending Postmates or, or Chow Now workers uh, into these malls on our behalves. It, it, it just seems unsafe. Can
4: I speak briefly about this? The, yeah. the one that we're really the only one we're really missing from this is Auntie Anne's it was it was kind of like a. Cinnabon, Auntie Anne's, and Wetzel's pretzels were kind of like the three that we kind of had to give up. And we talked about how the pretzels are kind of a weird dessert one anyways and probably wouldn't win. Cinnabon is really the, the big one
0: that we're missing out on. I think Cinnabon, yeah, you said Auntie Anne's, but I, th- I would say Cinnabon and Mrs. Fields are the dessert ones that I think of that, are, that we're omitting. And that we would probably have on here We probably have a food court region in normal circumstances But we just don't because of the pandemic
1: And this is all because uh, Andy Daly got the Hanta virus When he went to Five Guys
0: right? So you can't (laughs) (laughs) afford that Please pray for him (laughs) Contribute to his GoFundMe (laughs) One of our finest comedic actors He's the best Rule number five And this is a true rule (laughs) I I know. it's national.
1: I'm sorry. Of course, Weiger is like, this is his favorite part. It's like, let me rattle off the rules. Let me I love the We're all laughing. He's like, and rule number five, baby. They keep coming.
0: I don't riff, I read. I, I go through my bullet points. Jesus. Rule number five. This is a true rule. If it's national. It's national. So we're not covering Culver's. We're not covering Cookout. I know these places have fantastic desserts, fantastic shakes, but we just can't cover them because I'm in LA and Mitch is in Boston and it's impossible.
1: I do love that a lot of the rules are heading off dumb listeners at the pass.
3: <laughs> like, They'll right, find other the shit rules. to complain about. Don't write yeah. us
1: about this bullshit, please. It's a fucking <laughs> podcast. Who cares if the ninth restaurant you believe should win Munch Madness isn't in it? Just listen for free. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> this, by the way, this opinion is not the opinion of neither the hosts nor the employees of Doughboys Media. This is the opinion of one John Gabrus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying (laughs) clarifying
4: now Uh, my question is cinnabon mrs fields and sonic are probably the ones they'll complain about but i don't know if they would have sonic's a good
0: one yeah sonic's Sonic's another one one. which i think has a case again are there even any sonics in massachusetts that was an issue right
4: no no there is one on route one it's a it's a huge pain in the ass i'd go to it i mean what maybe it will be a plan maybe there'll be some surprise who gives a
0: shit we'll see it's possible some of these eventually work their way in
4: yeah, you um,
1: gotta wait till you can get uh, Pascase on the pod, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: I it, very funny, very funny guys. I, I, uh, I, I, and and uh, they would be great on the podcast. It shows how bad we are by never getting the Sonic guys on the
0: show. We'll book them in like twenty twenty five.
4: Those guys riffing Sonic
1: commercials is like Yo-Yo Ma doing like the soundtrack for like Monday Night Football or something. It like, <laughs> it like doesn't make sense. Like they're the most like artistic theatrical improvisers. Like I, all the TJ and Dave workshops and all those, those guys are so heady and they're yeah. like, yeah, we riff in a convertible for, uh, you know, chili
4: dogs. Now <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they, that's <laughs> speak, speak, speaking, speaking of which. They replaced the Sonic guys with like families, and it
0: sucks. There's, have you seen yeah. these ads? I have seen these ads, and I agree with you that it's a little disappointing. It's um, it's, it's just it's just not, It's lost its sense of fun. It's just it's just a less charming version of what they already had. Yeah, bring back the Sonic guys. They're funny. Yeah, we like the Sonic guys. They were great. So we have eight chains that have entered, divided into four regions: the Easy Bake region. The Shaken Not Stirred region, we'll be covering both of those on next week's and the weeks after's double, Doughboys Double. And the two regions we'll be covering today, the Creamsman region and the Junior Prom region. So let's get into it. Uh, the Creamsman region consists of Baskin Robbins versus Ben & Jerry's. Ben & Jerry's in by virtue of winning the Evan Susser Ice Cream Invitational. And the Junior <laughs> Prom region, which is BJ's Brewhouse and Restaurant versus... The Cheesecake Factory, you can find the full bracket on our social media, at DoughboysPod on Twitter, challenge.com slash Madness 2021 if you want to link to it directly. (laughs) Um, I I guess let's start here. Gabrus, Baskin-Robbins, Ben & Jerry's, do you have any preferences? As someone who's such a huge ice cream fan, as am I, do you have a favorite ice cream parlor?
1: Uh, I'm definitely a pint guy, a pint from the grocery store guy because uh, I'm a very much like a, ooh, Mc- uh, ooh, a McConnell's or ooh, a blank flavor. Ooh, the Jenny's, this looks good. You know, always have one to three pints to various levels of being finished in our freezer here at the house, um, but I am like a fan of the ice cream parlor experience, but I I always do too much to myself. I'm always like, you're an idiot. You already had ribs. You don't need to eat this much cookie dough on top of your, like, I'm like, I I do think uh, I'm all about the uh, unga pachka at a fucking ice cream place. I'm like, give me the fucking garbage. Give me everything in the chocolate and nut category on, on top of my ice cream, and I will not care. But brand loyalty this was this category was tough for me because I'm a huge Ben and Jerry's fan due to like I I'm like that actually what's wrong with America now is that I have fandom for a corporation but I like <laughs> I like their flavors and I like their attitude and I like yeah. their belief system and all but Baskin Robbins is in my bones because the Baskin Robbins in my one town over from me was next to the blockbuster Mm. and that's like i i that parking lot is held in high esteem in my head still the merrick (laughs) merrick road fucking or merrick avenue blockbuster and uh baskin robbins in the same fucking little shopping center that's where i was like every weekend when i can talk my parents into going and then the second i got a car that's where i was every friday after work buying getting a movie and buying ice cream so Baskin robbins is in my nostalgia bones but ben and jerry's i've I've sort of got and so and we'll get into it as we went but i i needed to like really do a definitive rundown of who who i think is better here and i i i I think i did quality you guys research and i'm also very proud of my thesis i came to i
0: love it (laughs) Yeah, uh, I will say that I am a big Baskin Robbins fan as well. Mitch, I assume is as someone from, uh, from New England that you have a Ben and Jerry's uh, leaning.
4: Definitely have a Ben and Jerry's le- leaning, but more so for me growing up, it was was brigham's of course which now there's the ice cream yeah, powder, we know so, the
1: best pizzeria and the best ice cream place in the world happened to be you know within a two mile radius of your childhood home
4: we know now hold we on know. a second oh, All <laughs> how, how
1: could you consider yourself yo you went to naples but have you gotten the maria regina
4: <laughs> <laughs> you've had regina and you know it's good
1: I know it's good, it's but I, I, yeah, I know it's good,
4: Regi-
3: but we, I don't want, I
1: don't want to get into this here because I'll just make everyone who doesn't live in New York upset, but fuck you. <laughs> 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 yes. Maria Regina pizza is awesome. I love when I'm in Alston to eat it, but if I'm in Brooklyn or Long Island or Manhattan, I'm not, I wish I could get Maria Regina delivered here. My no, God, I go to fucking,
4: is- first of all, it's. It's Pizzeria Regina. I don't know who Maria Regina is.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, no shit. You don't know who Maria Regina is. It's Maria Regina Rotten <laughs> Got finger blasted in the Brigham's parking lot, dude.
4: <laughs> I, stood, I, I stood guard for all those things.
1: I recently shot a thing uh, with a friend where I had to play a Boston guy. And, uh, I was very nervous about the dialect and Mitch and I, uh, Mitch king of the audio message. Uh, we were sending (laughs) audio messages back and forth of like, uh, doing the accent. Uh, Mitch has keep all audio messages on, on his phone, which is
0: uh, (laughs) great.
1: So he keeps, he has all of them still for some reason. Uh, but, the wardrobe woman dressed me up and she put me in a Pat's hat and then like a graphic tee and a plaid shirt and then a hoodie over it. And my beard is, uh, on the big side today, uh, these last couple of weeks. And I was like, can you just take a picture of me? And I'm going to squint and do a thumbs up and just understand that. And I truly transformed into
4: Mitch. You, you, you (laughs) look, you look just like me. I mean, it's like, if I was like, Hey Gabriel, so I'm playing a New York guy, and then I went in and they gave me a Long Island tattoo. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. I gave you a Long Island, a wife Long
1: Island tattoo, a spray tan. And yeah. A fucking awful hair. And a in a
4: in a in a beater. If I was just wearing a beater <laughs> as well. Um, a frame shirt, dude. Nice try. I know. I. The I dose I, cord I, is gonna be alive. I I I, <laughs> I I I almost just slipped up and said it the other way, but it, what what they're beater called- works? Because uh, you could beat men too.
3: <laughs>
0: right. Jesus. The beater isn't the problem.
3: <laughs> you can beat <laughs> eggs. <laughs> that's what where's it was called beater forever. Beater, <laughs> egg.
1: Yo, where's my, honey, where's my egg beater? I need an undershirt for work. <laughs>
4: the, what are the, they call them, they call them tanks a lot now too. So tanks. a tank. Yeah. Sure. I, that's, I, I f- think
1: a shirt, like, cause it, it's t shirt is got the sleeves. A shirt doesn't, you know, like,
4: I had to buy. I had to buy tanks. I went. I went to uh, DXL with my mom, uh, and we. And, and the the night, th- the night that we
0: went got to up-
1: Patagonia, bought a tent, put my arms through it, fits like a <laughs> glove.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your mom's willingness to accompany you on every errand is staggering.
4: Well, there's do only one. Do you do anything car. on your own? There's only one car, and then we go out as we go out together. We, the likes. I, I had to get Panda Express for the podcast, so we got it for dinner. And we mm. and I and I needed, I needed a tank, a black tank for an audition. Gabrus knows what it is. He did it too. Um, and uh, I so I had to we I had to go to DXL and get some some two XL three XL tanks. See what see what they got because if you didn't know this for for if you're a bigger man if you wear a tank you. See every crevice of your belly. It's just it's, it's the most. It I, I, I'm so I'm shocked that you wear them, Gamers, because I I I as a big guy like you just see my my titties are on full display when I wear a tank. I
1: I have a little bit of a benefit of having like uh, shoulder traps and like bicep, like a little bit of muscular <laughs> definition up there, so it draws your attention away from like my fucking gynomastia and my fucking. <laughs> Uh, Low testosterone, hypogonadal, abdominal fucking swelling. (laughs) Like, that's all. I could draw your attention away with some traps and some biceps that are sort of... So uh, wearing a tank top, I think, looks more flattering on me than a lot of other shirts. Because it's Mm. like, it's more surprising that I look okay in it. than it's like, based on what this guy looks like in a fucking button down, I don't want to see him in a tank top. But throwing the tank top on... And Mitch, this is actually, I want to, this is a new theory I've been working on. The reason I started wearing a Speedo or bikini briefs, whatever you want to call it, to the beach again, because I hate mm-hmm. tan lines. I mean, I love tan lines, but I like to have as minimal as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tan lines, and now I'm into way too much of a stuff here, but tan lines as a kid who grew up, 80s Playboy. Tan lines are still a big thing for me. Wow! <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, my my birthday gift from Tiffany this year uh, is uh, a painting of her bare of her topless uh, that our friend Merrill Rowan made, and Tiffany purposely went tanning in a bikini to get tan lines for the painting. Wow! That's dedication. Wow! Dedication. That's, awesome. That's dedication. Yeah, you guys don't air the Zoom anywhere,
0: right? <laughs> 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 Well, I, I I think wow. that I've had I think that uh, oh wait wait, Gabriel is giving us a glimpse on his screen. Oh my god, that's yeah. very tasteful though.
2: That's amazing. I love that. I yeah, can't figure great. out the
1: angle of the camera to to point at it. But <laughs> <laughs> tan- sorry, Emma. A trigger warning. Um, oh, don't tits.
2: apologize to me. That's beautiful. <laughs> I feel honored. Cole. <laughs> t W t-
4: tan lines. Tan-, tan lines for me have always been. Uh... Here I, I have I have a picture of me with without my with a, in this tank, so you can I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share. You the have the
2: same here. painting commission, but of yeah, yeah.
4: I, I I basically have the I'm basically sharing the same thing. It's like Tiff's like I got two orders. <laughs> like wait what?
1: <laughs> this oh, is, this, hell yeah! This
4: is me in a tank. I, I hopefully hopefully this doesn't. I don't want this. You I look don't.
1: tough. Yeah, look I, I will. I will say it is enough of a character change with your with you taking the hat off. Because the hat softens you in like a good way. It makes you look like more like a buddy, a charming guy. But you look a little problematic here, like in (laughs) in a way that I know you're going that you're going for with the role. All
0: right, you're about to film a video in uh, the in in your car in your parked car. Yeah, uh, explaining. yeah. It, 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 uh, complaining about Stop the Steal. I was going to say, fu-
1: you're about to weigh in on the Black Little Mermaid. <laughs> and we're not going to want to hear this guy's <laughs> opinion. <laughs> uh, just to jump back to wrap up that Speedo conversation, I wore a Speedo to the beach instead of just bathing suit for the first time. And I looked at myself and I said, you don't look that much worse, right? Like it's like it's not like the the three inches of thighs that were previously hidden before. Yeah. Now that they're revealed, people are like, oh shit, Gabris is overweight. Like, no, it's been it's apparent from the get-go. But because I feel better and feel sexier in a speedo, I may look Five percent worse, but I feel twenty percent better. That's a fifteen percent net gain
4: in positivity. You feel better so, in a speedo. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would, yeah. I would, I would not. But I like that you do. I, 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 I. But like,
1: what would make you feel better? And then that's it. Because I'm telling you, like, this is like all holdover from a t-shirt in the pool, kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yes, right. You look worse in a wet t-shirt than you do fat and shirtless, and that's just 100%. a true statement. And that's yes. I. I wish I could time travel and talk to. Every thirteen-year-old whose parents just leave them home alone with food and to watch the little brothers all day long and be like, "Go ahead, go eat, go nuts," but don't you ever wear a fucking shirt in the pool? Have those titties <laughs> out. Seventy percent of adults are fat, and we're like making kids feel bad about having tits. Fuck that! Yeah. Whip them out Wednesday. Get in the pool, kids. Let's go.
4: <laughs> I was, I was, I was a skinny child and then when i got into my teen years that's and then i would never then i just like wouldn't go swimming really that was my that was my solution to the problem is that i just never once really went swimming but
1: oh see swimming was the great equalizer for a big guy like uh we're all like i can't run as fast as any of my friends growing up because i was overweight for 12 years old or whatever but in the pool they weren't that much faster than me you know what i mean so it like it felt like an equalizer to be in the pool, and I guess maybe that's why I ended up becoming the captain of my high school swim team. <laughs> that that I, I
4: I I think just when I was like fifteen or sixteen, I just like stopped. I mean, like, or I go swimming at night, or you know. I, I mean, I didn't like to take my shirt off, but I I was not a I was not a t-shirt in the pool kid unless it was just for sunburns because my version of that of that tiff drawing would be uh, sun blisters and then like just blistered pal- shoulders. Yeah, yeah. blistered <laughs> shoulders, and then just white, pale white. I I got I get sun blistered.
1: Well, that doesn't matter. Still, send the painting along. I
3: want to hang it right next to the picture of my wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's talk ice cream. So yeah, I guess we should Baskin talk Robbins.
4: food. We, we've talked sun blisters. We haven't talked anything about the food yet. Let's get into it.
0: Baskin uh. Robbins is a, a, a childhood favorite of mine. I always love going to Baskin Robbins, and so my approach was: I was like, we were getting, we, I especially Mitch and I have to have so much dessert because we're on every episode for this month that I'm trying to pace myself a little bit. So I got two scoops in a cup from each parlor. And that's why I was like, that's what I'm gonna use to value. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna, it'll be a direct comparison, one, one flavor that's a classic that I like and one modern flavor that mm-hmm. I wouldn't normally get, but I'm getting it because it's you know promotional or whatever. So I, from Baskin-Robbins, I got one of my childhood favorite flavors, chocolate chip. And specifically, Baskin-Robbins chocolate chip is dynamite because they have the these like kind of coarsely ground chocolate chips like they're not like full chips like they're, they're just kind of uh, you know it's it's it texturally it's 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 the perfect uh, approach and their chocolate chip when I got it, it was absolute dynamite by the way man I was just like I feel so much empathy for food service workers doing something like this because I go into this Baskin Robbins and there's like one worker in there by herself just waiting for the occasional like fat piece of shit like me to walk in and demand mm. some ice cream. I was yeah, like, man, so ob- what a fucking miserable shift this must be.
1: They're so obviously on skeleton crew yeah. because the corporations aren't going to pay to have two people there if the the amount of people coming through is so much lower. But it's brutal. I The same thing happened to me. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get to it too. But the same thing happened to me where I was like, let these people fucking go home. You know what yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> But also, pay them.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. also pay them. I yeah, I'm I'm. I find myself tipping like a hundred percent every every everywhere I go because I'm just like I can't. This I f- I feel awful that anyone's being made to work in these situ- in these circumstances. Just wearing a mask behind fucking plastic by That's yourself. Funny. I, was,
4: I was looking at credit card receipts on Doughboys and I saw that you you left zero tip uh, at each spot you went to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he tips cash out of his own income. He refuses to use <laughs> Doughboys money for
3: that.
4: <laughs> Some bullshit right there. <laughs> that's some real
1: wider shit. I, oh, I, I tip big at all these places, but I do performatively put it in the jar. Like they have to see me put it in. That's like I, a major.
0: I, I'm 100% that. No, I, I, went to, I went to the ATM. I went to the Bank of America ATM and took out cash with the Doughboys card so I could do exactly that because I want, uh, but I do think that's, there. there's a psychological benefit to, I mean, chime in if you're a food service worker, let us know if you think it's like performative or, or shitty or whatever. Is but I tacky? do think there's a psychological yeah. element to being like, Oh, this person appreciates me and is giving me this money versus I, you know, this is uh, this was on a receipt that was uh, digitally processed through an app that maybe is going half to half of this tip is going to the owner because they're a piece of shit. I I don't fucking know. Yeah, I kind exactly. of prefer just putting the cash in the tip jar if you can. That happened but to me. Maybe people hate it. I don't fucking
4: know. A place me we'll too. talk about later, Cheesecake Factory. I I picked it up and I had done it online and I had no cash on me, but I had given. A, a good tip and i said i t- i told the lady i was like i tipped online i yelled at her as i grabbed yeah. it. <laughs> i
1: that's that's where i'm at in life too where i'm like i don't want you to think i'm a piece of shit i did tip ahead of time uh, yes but even if that is the case i sometimes still put a couple of bucks in the jar oh, yeah, for so they, sure. like,
4: I, yeah i get that which 100%. is crazy
1: and nick you're right i do the whole like I do it at the dispensaries too. When I when I when they give me back my change, I'm like, "And this is for you guys." And I put yes. it in there, uh, and it's an old holdover from uh, casino life. Because if you say, "And this is for the house," they go, "No, you lose. What you lose goes to the house." You say, "This is for the guys, for the dealers, for the crew, right. for the stick man," and I'm like, "Oh, so now I I want like I want to be like this isn't for Cheesecake Factory. This is for you." Tanya or you know Michael whatever your name is. I can't tell. I can't read the name card. It either says Tanya or Michael. Um, <laughs> I can only see the A in the middle so I'm assuming it's either Tanya or Michael. <laughs> I'm not going to look up and uh, use any other context clues inside your name. But here's 6 bucks. I hope you're fucking happy.
4: <laughs> it is a difficult it's a diff- and I'll I'll say this though. At the Ben and Jerry's I went to last night, I I I well, I did what you did basically where I gave a 100% tip. And, and the service, the, the woman working was like, she did. And I'm not try. I look, this is not hero shit. You should just, everyone should be tipping. Yes. But she was, I, I only, I gave like a, fi, I, I gave like a 10, I think it was $10, a five or $10 tip. I think it was 10 bucks. And she was like, and she was like, thank you so much. And I was like, that to me means that people aren't tipping. And that's, that bums me out. Cause I'm sure that they're not, which,
0: well, that that's a that's an issue where a lot of people have less money, and so this happens yes, around. A, for a, sure, you know, I like, mean, I, there's yeah. there's
4: there's there's different factors. I think there's one is that of course, a money factor. We do this show for a living, and 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 we, you know we use profits from the show to to give tips and to buy food, whatever. That's one thing. Then two, I do think that there is a thing in pandemic world where people do think that pick up you don't have to leave it dip and I think that you do have to leave it dip. And I and I think I that, think that's
0: another factor I think, I think some I think people, people don't just, get it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like I, I think that was a way that some people were like I think that was a mindset people had forever is that you just you if you're picking up your food you do not have to tip. I I truly think some people think that way. I I
1: will I will cop to tipping less if I'm picking up. Sure. I mean
4: I, I think yeah. that I think that even makes I sense. I average like
1: 10% if I'm picking up and 20% plus if i'm delivering. Yeah. And uh if it's like a $5 item or a $7 item then i'm averaging like 30 to 40% tips. Like and i'm not bragging either but it's just like yeah. i worked as a bartender way too much to not like tip like crazy in all these situations. And also like the pandemic slowed down enough where i'm like i'm not going i'm not feeding enough money into the commu- into the environment like i previously was. So it's like i feel the need to like give my own little stimulus package to the Baskin Robbins on La Cienega or whatever.
4: To me, it's that sort of thing. And I, and I know people that deal with this. If you're using a credit card, which almost everyone does, and then you push no tip when you're picking up, just you can leave a buck. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, I think anything helps. And I know that money is an issue for sure for a lot of people. And, and and that's the deal. But if you, if you, if you have the power to do so and you can leave a dollar, I, I, I think with pickup, you should at least leave a, a few bucks now.
0: I, I would. I mean, I like. I yeah. Whatever. Whatever you can afford. But I also do feel like it air on the high side. I mean, you know, sure. like, like If there's a twi- if there's a I, twenty or twenty five percent button. Yeah. Just no click. shit. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying that he's saying I'm at sa-
1: minimum throw a fucking yeah. Dot. That's you what I'm even, saying. Give us if you're paying
0: something. I'm with you.
1: If you wouldn't even notice, if you uh, for like if you put it on your credit card, for, foreseeably you might not notice seven dollars versus eight dollars. Now does that make me an absolute coastal elite who might not notice that 7 or 8 dollars comes out of their account? Yes, motherfucker. Okay. I got that fucking TV money, dog. That's why I live in an apartment. <laughs> That's why I got to pay quarters for my own laundry.
4: <laughs> my my whole point of that is just that that sh- the the service worker was was very pleased to even just see 10 bucks, yeah. which isn't which isn't even which is gener which is generous enough, but it's it's not like that's a crazy thing and 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 so just especially during these times, people should be aware of it and and try and try to and try to tip as much as you can,
0: if you I, can I, do- yes i think i think beyond the the tangible uh economic benefit for somebody, there is perhaps a psychological element to feeling appreciated even even just like being kind to a worker who is dealing with a bunch of entitled uh flustered fucking you know. People who just like expect things to be – customers who expect things – expect to be catered to uh, during a plague. Anyway, Baskin-Robbins. I got the the chocolate chip uh, vanilla – which is vanilla flavored ice cream. Uh, with uh, semi-sweet chocolate chips, as I mentioned, the texture is great. I thought it was dynamic; uh, it was just an absolute uh, dynamite execution. And I also got a limited flavor, which is their Love Potion Number Thirty-One, which is a thing they've had for a while. I'll read their copy. This enchanting white chocolate and raspberry flavored ice cream is sure to send everyone head over heels with its raspberry filled chocolate flavored hearts, chocolate flavored chips, and raspberry swirl. This was good, but the issue is that. I just feel like the raspberry is very artificial tasting and that there's so much raspberry that it kind of just lowered uh, the overall like th- this. I, I didn't want to finish. I wanted to eat all of the chocolate chip and the the love potion number 31. I was like, I don't think the, the calories are worth this. Although mm-hmm. I do like the uh, although I do like the chocolate and I do like the idea of the raspberry filled chocolate flavored hearts. The raspberry flavor itself is just a, a, a little cloyingly sweet and a little too. It, it just again just just felt lab produced um but overall a good outing from from baskin robbins i'd say that probably both my favorite uh ice cream uh, my favorite ice cream flavor and my least favorite ice cream flavor are the four scoops that i had uh mitch what did you get from baskin robbins
4: all right so this was on my little dessert tour with my ma uh and this was this was not long after uh we had just gotten um Dairy Queen and McDonald's and we then went to Baskin Robbins it was a it was a Baskin Robbins Dunkin Donuts which I didn't know when I first went there I just was searching for Baskin Robbins I th- believe it was in the Foxborough area but I'm going to uh, but you were you were
1: still screamed that don't donuts donuts do not don't not
3: belong in
0: this, <laughs> right? yeah donuts donut count Yeah, donuts don't count. You were still
1: screaming that at the employees, like Nick requested, right?
4: I did scream. I did scream at the employees that donuts do not count. You knocked the fucking
1: chocolate glazed out of his hand. You were like, I scream only. Let's go. Drinks Uh. in the stink, two in the pink, or whatever.
0: Mitch was screaming that on January 6th.
1: Donuts don't count Nancy Pelosi As you think of dumping her fucking waste paper basket Did you guys see the one guy screaming time to make the donuts Who walked in with the uh, donkey effigy And burned it in the Capitol rotunda He had on a shirt for something called dough boys Must be some proud boys spin off
0: Certainly wouldn't be his own podcast No one would wear their own podcast merch
1: No one would get that $2 uh, royalty hit from from buying their own T-shirt. Now,
4: was I wearing a Doughboy shirt? Yes, but it was under a sweatshirt, the same one I'm wearing today, and that I've worn through most of the pandemic. Um, I went in there. I said, hey, can I get a Sunday?" And the guy goes, I got to warn you, I suck at making them. That's what he said as soon as I walked (laughs) in. I love that. Yes. That's my fuck.
1: I'm hanging out there weekly at this point. If that guy, if a guy says that to me that works there, I'm like, I'm coming exclusively to you, bro. Let's make some fucking. I,
4: I think, <laughs> I think he was like, truly, House of
1: Cards fucking Sundays here.
4: He was, he was trying, he was trying to like talk me out of it. And I was like, ha ha ha. And I was like, but I really have to get one. I know that this sounds like <laughs> a fat guy work. excuse, <laughs> but I was like, I really, truly have to get one. So I got myself a two scoop Sunday. I got. So almond fudge, um, which was the, the one that my mom had said, she said that that one looked good. And then we were trying to figure out, we, we were trying to figure out the, the next flavor to get. And they, and they, the one that we decided on, they didn't, I think we were going to look at quarterback crunch. Was one that we were going to try to get, uh, and then it. Oh they, yeah,
1: CTE Berry. I remember that.
3: Some of the good
1: ones. Uh, They had uh, Ray Lewis, uh, Strawberry Jam, there, the Aaron Hernandez <laughs> Blasters.
4: I mean, there probably was some sort of. There probably still is some sort of Aaron Hernandez. Um,
1: A shotgun full of peanut butter.
4: <laughs> they they did not they did not have any of the uh, of the. They didn't have a lot of flavors that we wanted. There was Mums making cookies. That was the one that we decided that we wanted, and then they didn't have that either. They didn't have they didn't have quarterback crunch and have Mums making cookies, and so we we did the uh, the what is it called? I don't want to say had, it wrong. Uh, did you get the
1: dad? Dad's still not home. That sa- that seems bad. He's supposed to be home two hours ago. <laughs> crunch.
3: <laughs>
4: we did the Jamoca uh, Jamoca almond. Cr- what was it? Jamocha. Fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ! Hold on a second, and we got the chocolate chip cookie dough is the other one we got. We settled for chocolate chip cookie dough um, and I got some hot fudge on there, and I got some caramel on there and some whipped cream Jamocha almond fudge that's what it was called and <laughs> I ate it, and it was fine look it it didn't have the benefit of be of it was like the last one we got it tasted the the ice cream tasted pretty good, it tasted good um. But it was, you know, like the kid said, he wasn't good at making Sundays, and it was just an okay Sunday. Uh, uh, The caramel and fudge worked okay, but the fudge wasn't particularly good, and the caramel was just fine. And Nick, I told you, I grew up with Brigham's. Yes. I I didn't go to Baskin-Robbins a lot growing up. I'm not not opposed to Baskin-Robbins. I think Baskin-Robbins are pretty decent I, you know I think they're underrated maybe more than anything I think people think I think when people think of Baskin Robbins they don't think Baskin Robbins are that good and I think Baskin Robbins are pretty good
0: so it probably depends on the region it probably depends on where you are in the country
4: yeah but for me I mean like they are just that's what they are now is they're Baskin Robbins Dunkin Donuts and you're like you barely you rarely see them ever like a like a I never growing up I never even experienced one I feel like but the Sunday was it was it was decent like good enough ice cream but the, like I said, the fudge was just okay, and, and the caramel was was fine, and the whipped cream was okay, too. But I, I, wasn't, I wasn't blown away.
0: Uh, Gabrus, it, it falls to you, your Baskin-Robbins 31 Flavors experience.
4: Um,
1: I knew I was not going to be able to get Ben and Jerry from the parlor. I was prepared to do pints, and I was like, I'll do pints of B&Js versus pints of B&Rs. Fair uh, there. At the same time, I was like, that might be a little unfair to Baskin Robbins because that's mm. sort of um, Ben and Jerry's kind of lane. So, last after driving home from the grocery store with like the frozen ice cream in my car, I was like, oh, I think there's a Baskin Robbins on like La Cienega and Third, which is near me. I'll go run down there and grab a Sunday. This is yesterday at like 11 a.m. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not down by me. It's down all the way down by the 10. And I'm like, fuck, okay, well, now I'm committed. So now I'm like, you know, doing Google maps while driving what everyone in LA loves. And I get to Baskin Robbins order a Sunday. I'm like, I'm just going to get my favorite thing from here to give them as much weight as possible. Cause I, I kind of had a bias for Ben and Jerry's going in. That's why I also picked for my uh, Baskin Robbins flavor. My I picked cookies and cream, my favorite ice standard ice cream flavor go to Baskin Robbins, I get the cookie dough sundae because we're big uh, cookie dough heads in our house me and Tiff, we like, like that as our ice, favorite ice cream flavor, and then I get a couple of scoops, and I get that Jamocha almond fudge, and in, in a separate one I get like just a couple, I get Jamocha almond fudge and the Reese's peanut butter cup ice cream wow, uh, I if I would have saw mom's bacon cookies or mom's basic bacon cookies, cause I, I went to a store in Los Angeles and <laughs> I, I would have gotten that cause that sounds appealing as hell. So I got two different, like, you know, one cup with some scoops, uh, one Sunday and one pint of Baskin Robbins. And I gotta say, I, uh, and just yes, in a non-specific, non-competitive way, like the cookie dough topping pieces were gross. That's Ooh. cookie dough that was in the ice cream was a good cookie dough in the ice cream, but the kind that they added to the topping and the Sunday was, you know, like McDonald's does with their blizzards where they like kind of just pour it all in the cup and jam it down. And it yes. doesn't really exist in like a Sunday form. Like by the time I drove home, it was like more of like a, you know, sweet stew and less of a Sunday. Mm. But those scoops were real tight. Jamocha almond fudge, I believe, is like one of their you know, proprietary or one of their 31s that they like to throw out there. I thought that was fine, but the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Scoop was uh, the best ice cream from Baskin Robbins that I had. That Ooh. was fucking awesome. It had, like, shattered peanut butter cups in it, so some bites were a little bit of a crispy, and it was like a peanut butter type ice cream, and, like, the shattered peanut butter cups gave you some bites that were, like, harder chocolate chip edges in the in the chip, uh, uh, kind of spectrum, and then some bites were like gooey peanut butter lobbed in there. That sounds uh, good. And some bites were like a bigger chunk of a peanut butter cup, and you could have that full flavor and texture. But I didn't realize how disparate the textures inside of a peanut cu- peanut butter cup could be if separated. So it was like that was really enjoyable, and that I I didn't intend to finish anything I purchased. I was like, sorry, you know, environment. Uh, but I could not stand to do all this in one weekend. Yeah. So I fucking uh just but I. Did finish that scoop of peanut butter cup, and I could not stop myself. So that's where I la- that's where I landed overall with uh, Baskin Robbins.
0: Um, well, it sounds like we all had we all had similar experiences with some highs and some lows. Let's pivot to Ben and Jerry's. So mm-hmm. the flavor, the the old standby, I got shout out to Fish in the Discord, uh, the Discord uh, was fish food. Chocolate wow. ice cream with gooey marshmallow swirls, caramel swirls, and fudge fish. You know, all, their ben, all the Ben and Jerry's flavors, all the good flavors just have a lot of mix-ins. They're, they're just all about varying up the textures. I think fish food is a home run. And it's and I don't even like chocolate ice cream all that much. It's usually too chocolatey for me. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big vanilla advocate. Uh, if, I, if I'm going to have chocolate, I'd rather have like vanilla ice cream with chocolate mix-ins. But I do think fish food is such a good – uh, just like a hybrid of all these different flavors, like it, it, it's kind of not quite, but it's kind of a s'moresy. Uh, but then also, I just think like like the the way the, the the marshmallow and the caramel is swirled in there is just like so you know correct. It's so proportionate, um, and I like the little fudge fish. Those are a lot of fun. The uh, fish food was was delightful. I also got the Netflix and chilled, which is a really obnoxious ah. name. Uh, But but, but, but (laughs) Natalie told me this is a great flavor and it is a great flavor. This is a peanut butter ice cream with sweet and salty pretzel swirls and fudge brownies. I wanted to hate it based off of the name, but biting it, I was just like biting into it. I was like, this is fucking great. The name sucks. The name is awful, but the... But it's like a,
1: it's a co-sponsored, like Netflix paid for that. Like the name is awful because it's about allegedly about fucking, but uh, yeah. And
4: it's also like, winky, winky, we're going to fuck. I hate it. It's it's like the worst cultural. See, it's all absolved
1: by me. It's all absolved by me because it tastes fucking great.
0: It tastes so fucking good.
1: I will be eliciting the same argument when we come around to the Pizuki conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, sometimes something tastes so good, the name can be dumb.
3: (laughs) Right. And that's Um, where
1: I I land on Netflix and chilled
0: as well. I feel like you rarely encounter just straight up peanut butter ice cream. Peanut butter is usually yes! a thing that's a, but this actually having this as a base works so well, and I love the I love the mix of sweet and salty. So I'm all on board with having the pretzel swirls. I thought this this flavor was great, and I would totally 100% consume a pint of this. By the way, I should note I did go to a Ben and Jerry's parlor, uh, and um, uh, you know, the, I mean the parlors are. It's I think it's the same quality you'll get out of their pints. Honestly, I think they're they're extremely consistent. Uh, so it's more just like if you want the experience of going to a parlor, that's the reason for it. But I, I think going getting the getting them by the pint, I think you're getting the same thing. Um, Mitch, what did you do for your Ben and Jerry's?
4: Well, wise, you bring up a big thing with me on on, on even just you know deciding between these two places. Which you know, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not gonna uh, tell you which which place I which place I prefer yet. But you're writing I, in Brigham's, <laughs> not an option, Mitch. On 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 the screen, I I. I <sighs> I like parlors. I like ice cream par- parlors. Me too. And, and Ben and Jerry's. I've just never even thought, even though I've gone to some of their parlors, there just is not. It's not a parlor place for to me. And like you can just even tell when you're there. It's like you can put gummy bears on it. It just feels kind of like, yeah, we're just getting Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and you're like it, the, you know what this is. This is like a service stop for Ben and Jerry ice cream, and you can get it just more fresh and have like fucking hot fudge on it. You know what I mean? Like it just, it doesn't yeah. feel like a real
0: power, lure, which it's like the Microsoft store. It's just like, yes. it's more there as like, well, this isn't for sales. This Great is for call. marketing. This is here to be like kind of a flagship, you know, uh yeah, presentational I, thing.
1: I live over by Melrose and La Cienega, where there's like 12 stores that are just paying twenty five grand a month in rent to be billboards. Yes. Right. Like I never see anyone go into Vivian Westwood or uh anyone. Like, you know, I have Mark Jacobs and all that shit is all in this neighborhood. No one's going in those stores. Yeah. But they just we have a Casper store. A Casper store catty cornered from an away luggage store. <laughs> Two <laughs> <Wow>. podcast <laughs> brands <laughs> by my house. <laughs>
4: That's wild. I I I I and I I oh like since I've the first time I tried chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, I believe was with Ben and Jerry's way, way, way back in the day. They invented pi- the flavor. And so a, a pint of Ben and Jerry's. And I'm, I've just always thought of it as pint ice cream. Uh, I, I went to Ben and Jerry's. I picked up my cheesecake factory right before it. Went over to Ben and Jerry's. I got myself um, the the brownie sundae wags. That's, that's what I went with. I was at a parlor myself. It closed at 930. I felt exactly what you guys were saying, too, with that sort of thing of why is this perfect? why is this poor person working in here? It seems like she was just waiting for me to fucking waddle in and order <laughs> something like, it, like, a, like God, you shouldn't be here at night past 9 PM. It doesn't make any sense, but I got myself that, that brownie Sunday and I was choosing between two flavors and I've had Netflix and chilled. Um, and I decided to go with in honor of, one of our comedy heroes, the tonight dough. I went with the tonight dough with Jimmy Fallon. Wow. Um, Which I can read that to you right now. Um, But it's, it's basically a cookie dough base, which I thought would be good because I got cookie dough in my Baskin Robbins ice cream. And I got to say this, the Jamocha almond fudge, that was the ice cream I liked the most. And I kind of was saving that till now uh, in, in that Sunday. It was, it had a nice taste to it. Um, All the flavors kind of did mix together but the cookie dough at Baskin Robbins was not nearly as good as the cookie dough or the tonight dough at uh at Ben and Jerry's. I think it just it it outclassed it by quite a bit. Um, I'll say this. They warm up the brownie, which I think is nice. They warm up the brownie basically in a, a microwave. And that caused problems because this 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 just shows of like how much of a non takeout place this is, and how this is just kind of a commercial is that they had to put just another bowl on top of my sundae for me to go like that was that was the how i got it to go it was right. just too, like another bowl on top of my bowl uh and i got myself uh, again hot fudge caramel sauce and whipped cream um i got home and it was pretty goopy wags it, it, it the oh. it, this was like 8 minute drive at the most with the to- other top but maybe it's that you know the the brownie being heated up in the microwave, which again I liked.
1: Yeah, I think I think cold ice cream up against the hot brownie is gonna, you know, deteriorate the structural integrity integrity of your uh, ice cream.
4: Yes, no, it, it took it down. Yeah, of course it took it. Of course it melted. It's like a hot stone creamer.
1: You know, it, it doesn't work.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, so yeah, it got a little goopy. Yes, of course, of course the ice cream is gonna melt on a hot brownie. That is an issue but there you know there was no lid it was just on like another bowl and it just so so transporting it was not easy and b- by the way the tonight dough ice cream is it's caramel and chocolate ice creams with chocolate cookie swirls and gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough and peanut butter cookie dough so it's a it's it's a wild ice cream i i probably should have gone netflix and chilled uh which i which which i do i've had before and i do like quite a bit um why, i also got myself
0: some half-baked cookie dough bites. Have you have you seen these? Speaking of tonight, though, you, you kind of went into Leno for a second there. Have you seen these? Hey, 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 have you have seen you these?
1: Have, have you heard, heard of these? Have
3: you had any of these? No, oh. no, Jay. Come on, Jay. That's crazy. Come
1: on. <laughs> dum, dum, dum,
4: dum, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got I got myself some uh I got myself some of the uh the cookie dough bites and um. <laughs> And you know what? I thought they were pretty good. I
3: thought they were good.
0: That's wrong, Jay. Come on.
3: <laughs> They—they're—they're
4: they're good. My mom—my mom was disgusted by them, but I—I—I I, I, I thought that I. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Michael, throw those in the garbage. I'm disgusted by this. I, she 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 <laughs> I'm gonna pour orange juice on it in the garbage because I know you still dig around in there and <laughs> take it back
3: out.
4: She has been doing shit like that where she's like, Okay, we're done with this one now. And I'm like, All right, fine. Fucking I
1: I have a safe word with uh Tiffany because um when she tries to look out for me food wise I sometimes can be super defensive about it and get into like a mode that is not un- is a reaction that is undeserving of what she said. Like she'll say like, you know, she'll do something like, are you sure you want to get two orders of wings for appetizers? And I'll be like, Oh, now it's a fucking issue. Cause I'm getting f- blah, blah, blah. So like I over- overreact like that. Oh, yeah. So now our, our new thing is we have a safe word that she can just say, and that's just her going, hey, just, you know, like when you shake a can of nickels at a dog, just be like, got to break this habit, you know, whatever. Squirt right. the cat in the face with a water thing. She just says Hercules to me, and that means, like, don't forget you don't want to be fat anymore. Like, it's just a casual <laughs> reminder. And then I'm like, right, let me just lower that number to one in the Chow Now app. I don't need two of those apps, and I will f- throw out this ice cream I don't even like. <laughs>
4: like I... I- <laughs> I I want I want to give my mom that Hercules safe word, but then it's just going to be like a clump household where I'm going to be hearing Hercules all the Hercules, time. Right. Hercules,
3: Hercules, Hercules.
1: <laughs> That's so I can uh, eventually play Hercules uh, in a Marvel movie. That's my plan to make oh, it in, in this industry. I love that. The, the recent That's drawings badass. of Hercules in the Marvel comics, I he actually looks like me too, but like muscular and, and in right. sandals, but. We look pretty similar, so that's my big. <laughs> Let's go, Dose Cord, make it
4: happen, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. We know is... you
1: have the power to steer fucking pop culture,
4: <laughs> Kevin. Kevin fee uh, 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 a a well known Dose Corder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you like last night's episode of WandaVision Mitch? Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but you think it was a cool
1: reveal to say I am the Scarlet Witch, the <laughs> thing that we've known about for fucking fifteen movies.
3: <laughs> I do like the
1: show, but that's a weird ending to be like. That means you're the Scarlet Witch. Ta-da! It's like, yeah, no, that's what we've been
4: called. Yeah, we've her. known that forever. <laughs> that that truly was baffling. More prequel
0: uh, nonsense. Uh,
4: yeah. And it's just mystery box JJ exactly. bullshit. But anyways, I got again. I got the brownie special Sunday. Uh, it was a little goopy when I went back. It was had melted, but it was damn good. The flavor of it. Look, I know that people are gonna say like, "Man, Ben and Jerry's is just a lot. It's it's very decadent. It's it's like uh like you're, you're the, a lot of fudge, a lot of, you know, like a lot of the stuff was just gooping together." But I liked the goop. It was like you're saying, Gabriel, It's like a sweet stew, a delicious sweet stew, and like parts of that brownie that was still warm. I think that there could have been more of ice cream on it. Like I think that that ice cream did just melt a little too much. Uh it was still just it was really tasty. I it, it was wow. it was undeniably good. And that's the thing with Ben & Jerry's like it is good. It it like it it's it's does it definitely tastes processed and and tastes like like there's a not not processed in, the, in a bad way. Like it like a, like it, there's a lot, obviously like a lot of candy and a ton of bullshit in the ice cream. But it's tasty, Wags. It's undeniably tasty, right? There's a lot it's, going it's on, really but good. it's good. It's
0: they're trying they're trying to be excessive, but I but that's what they do. That's their gimmick. And mm-hmm. I I mean I think they succeed. Uh Gabris, uh, your Ben and Jerry's experience.
1: Um, so for me, I uh, I was I felt bad going into Ben and Jerry's because as a Ben and Jerry's fan, uh so I decided to go with one classic and one new one that I hadn't had before. I hadn't had Netflix and chilled till yesterday. And I got chunky monkey, which is one that I haven't gotten in maybe a decade. Um, and I also, because I, when I was in the pint thing, I was like, I should get Baskin Robbins just in case the Sunday, this, uh, the person making it wasn't as good as that. So I got cookies and cream, my favorite flavor, as I aforementioned, uh holy shit, chunky monkey fucking holds up. I don't if people are unfamiliar with this, I, I think it's like up there with fish food is like one of their like obvious like early uh swings. And this is banana ice cream, and it has chocolatey bananas and walnuts in it. And it's just fucking weird enough and it works. And then the Netflix and chilled dropped a fucking hammer on I, I yeah. and this might be very specific to me, but the texture, like a a a peanut butter ice cream that doesn't hit like a fucking log of peanut butter coming from someone who eat traditionally eats a scoop of almond butter as his late night snack when he's trying to be healthy so i like that world this ice cream hits so hard and the salty piece in an ice cream is such a fucking primo thing and ben and jerry's i think Jam all the fucking, you know, fist my fucking pint of ice cream with whatever you want to put in it. I trust you. Get elbow deep with your fucking banana chunks or your chocolate-covered potato chips or uh, Americone Dream has cone pieces in it. All that, they, they're smart. I'm sorry, but they just know how much of what to put in that even in your pint, you never feel like, well, I got fucking boned because I got a huge chunk of something. You know, right. the pints are evenly distributed very high hit rate and i will uh, will say they are, they are sold in the freezer at the closest thing i have to like a bodega in west hollywood that's ne- the reason we moved to this neighborhood eight years ago was because we were like too afraid to leave New York. We're like, look, it has a liquor store that sells coffee and snacks that we can walk to. And it's like, okay, I can move to this neighborhood. Meanwhile, everyone <laughs> like lives in Silver Lake. All my friends live elsewhere. And I'm the only one still living in this neighborhood because we had to walk here in 2013. But the place has Ben and Jerry's is what I was getting at. So it's a frequent impulse purchase for me too, where it's like, I'm baked. Let's go get like seltzers or something fun and maybe ice cream. And it'll yeah. be ben and jerry's and then i just want to bring up that cookies and cream pint because i wanted to give baskin robbins one last chance against ben and jerry's but had them both open last night and i know their flavors are apples to orange apples to peanut butter here but the texture just wasn't even as good like the having a bites back to back like that and i will say like their chocolate chip, Baskin Robbins does cookies and cream well because they do like the finely ground Oreo. So it's more like a salt and pepper looking ice cream rather than like chunky. And I like that in a cookies and cream, but the ice cream didn't even hold its own to me up against Ben and Jerry's. now I'm sort of burying the lead here on my win, but I thought I kind of did that early. I I was worried the whole time. So I gave Baskin Robbins as much of a shake as I could and even tried to go nostalgic with it. Yeah. I I will say the it doesn't sound like a lot, but I did like getting that pink plastic spoon. That was. I love that. I- I, and I know that's like the peak worst thing for the environment, especially since I'm bringing it home. I do not <laughs> need. To, but I was so happy to have that pink spoon, which was so symbolic of like, I almost wanted to eat it out of like a fucking baseball helmet, you know, just for yes. like complete throwback. Purposes. I think
4: I think I think you it's were great observation. You're right that Ben and Jerry's can just make anything like potato chips. It can make anything work. I feel like. If there was a banana,
1: ch- banana ice cream, like talk about something called Chunky Monkey, the base being banana ice yes. cream. Now I'm a I'm a fucking sick banana freak. I admit Me that. Too. I love banana flavored things. Banana runs, low key, top top tier uh, candy. Banana runs. When you go to a fucking Dylan's candy bar and they got a fucking banana runt, dude, with no fucking. <laughs> oh, you just fucking caught a pound of that. Say, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm working on my accent, but um. <laughs> You would never think that banana ice cream would be sustainable to have four spoonfuls of, but they yes. just do it just right enough, where it's just light enough, but the chocolate and the nuts hit you in a way where, because on paper, it should not work. Like half baked on paper should work. Fish food on paper sounds delicious. Chunky Monkey, even the name sucks. And it still fucking slaps. Yeah, I think it's just like I
0: remember being introduced to Chunky Monkey in middle school by someone telling me it sounded how gross it sounded. It's like ill, like banana ice cream with chocolate. Like 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 just talking about it is like this. This sounds like a like a weird curiosity. Yeah. And so when I had it, I was ready to hate it, and I was like, oh, this is fucking delicious. Yeah.
4: Well, first of all, Chunky Monkey is a funny name because picturing a fat banana. fat fat monkey, yeah, it's pretty funny. And then also, I was just saying that. Ben and Jerry's could do a fucking a, a COVID swirl in one of their pints, and I would probably <laughs> yeah, still right. be interested in trying it because they make everything work, like Gabris is saying. So if yeah, there was and
1: you, you and you're you're also on the record saying you won't have it if it's a
4: vaccination swirl because <laughs> Ben and Jerry's <laughs> you're worried should, about yeah. Ben and Jerry's should don't put want the, that microchip. They should put they should put a vaccine swirl in their ice creams because I would I would I would eat a fucking pint of it today and it would be great yeah i wish ben and jerry's made fucking salads dude
0: <laughs> <laughs> i
1: eat that shit every day and finally get my fucking life together
0: <laughs> man, uh, well we're salad, just about at the 90 minute mark so we should get to the verdict on our first of two matches <laughs> so mitch every year and this, this this stems from the first tournament of champions with the great jessica mckenna and mm-hmm. her decision uh when we were oh, figuring man. out the the best burger uh, her way of thinking about it is which of these would we send to the aliens if an mm. alien was going to come down and be like, what is a burger? We'd be like, this is the best representation of a burger. This is this is our choice here. And I think we should do the same thing with these categories. Do You know like, what I just somewhat- realized? I, yeah, I,
4: this is so depressing because I was like, "It's has got to be COVID. And then I just realized we did COVID last year. Did we not?
0: Yeah the, the the tournament the last one of the la- final in person episodes we recorded uh, of Doughboys was with Gabrus as the opening round of last year's tournament of Champions. We did that. We recorded I think two or three more Doughboys episodes in person, and then everything shut down, and we've been remote ever since. So yeah, it's been it's been a so full year. Prob-
4: we probably sent something to COVID to kill COVID. I think back in the day. So now so now Is that, that what we
0: did. I think we did. I think that we did do it. I think
4: we shrunk it down because I remember talking about shrinking down. Right. So now I don't know. Now I don't know what the hell to send it to. We've done aliens.
0: We did the devil too, right? We did the devil. devil. I
1: I remember the devil. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget the devil. (laughs) That's what he wants you. The devil wants you to forget. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was tricking you into forgetting it. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Should we do the Capitol rioters? I don't know what to do. Hmm. Uh, Will that also be topical next year, too? (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, when we're on the firing line, when a guy in a fucking bear hood is shooting me in the back with a fucking (laughs) rifle because I refuse to fight alongside him in the water wars, I think we'll be
4: (laughs) pretty pissed. (laughs) Weiger? Yes. Do you think it's time we choose Freddy or Jason or
0: Hellraiser himself? Wow! Wow! The
4: I love this.
0: <laughs> the Cenobites. We're sending. Which bite are we sending to the Cenobites
3: to convert send it
0: them
1: to, to, to Christianity? The
0: <laughs>
1: wow! Which bite, which bite will be the body of Christ for the Cenobites? <laughs> Pinhead will which refer- bite of ice cream in the creamsman category <laughs> will teach the centavites about God's love.
4: <laughs> what is this show? <laughs> Here's what it is: We'll send an ice cream so good to Pinhead mm-hmm. that he will convert to, Christ- to to he will convert to become a Catholic. Yes, and then he won't, <laughs> he won't... won't
1: even Mitch won't even say Christian on this podcast. No,
0: yeah. It, it can't be Christianity in general. It has to specifically be, be Catholicism.
1: Hey, I, I think before you lean so heavily into Catholicism, you might want to read one of those from the stack of spotlights behind you.
3: You might want to do a little... <laughs>
4: <laughs> so we, we'll give Pinhead an ice cream so good that he converts to Catholicism, and only... Performs missionary sex. (laughs)
0: Perfect. Like a good Catholic, yes. To his wife. Um, To his wife. (laughs) Who's a woman. Oh, no. All right. Hold on.
1: It's Adam and Steve, not Cenobite and Steve. (laughs) What are you even angry about, protesters? <laughs> it's, marriage should be between a cenobite and a woman. What's next?
3: <laughs>
1: People marrying their dogs? <laughs> Dude, you bring that up a lot. Do you want to marry your fucking dog or what? Fine, I'll marry my dog, all right? I'll kiss oh, my dog gaping? right here. <laughs> Gay people get married. I'll suck my French bulldog's dick right here in the street, <laughs> man. You had that on deck, ready to go. <laughs> <I
0: feel like. laughs> he's actually your dog's acting like he's used to this.
1: Yeah, why does your dog roll over the second you said suck dick?
4: Why does <laughs> well, you know that that like you of you're not you're not eating meat this year? And you and I've said this before, but I am no longer sucking dog dick this year. That is, yeah, I've cut it out. <laughs> This must be tough for you
0: to hear right now. In
4: 2021, no dog dick shall I suck. Um, mm-hmm. are you still letting that suck your dick? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. All right,
1: I gotta go get a rub and tug. Well, who, rub and tug. Yeah, that's the name of my dog.
4: Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wags. I mean, this is this is uh, this might be a little too much. Uh, but I was thinking. You know, the the Tomorrow War aliens, uh, the Tomorrow War is coming out, but uh, maybe maybe it could kill the Tomorrow War aliens.
1: So for about 11 months, you've known you're going to do another Munch Madness, correct? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know it happens every year around the same month, and you can maybe... You know, you have literal employees that you could say like, "Hey, can you just listen to last year so I have an idea of what the system is It's or, the cenobites. Hey, we're going to we're going to need a ce- Oh, okay, it's the cenobites. It's the
0: cenobites. <laughs> All right. We the, the, the cenobites will become will <laughs> become followers of Christ by virtue of this ice cream bite, which we will say in unison, counting down from 3 to 1. And I will say I had a Baskin Robbins bias going in a uh, uh, contra our guest and That's my true. co-host so I am a big fan. Hey, Robin I told you fan. I
4: like parlors. All right, here we go.
0: Yes. All right. We'll, we're counting. Yeah, you like you like parlor with an e. <laughs> parlors. <laughs> I like parlors where I could do my real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All
0: right, we're counting down. For three, three, two, two, one, one. Ben, ben, ben and, Jerry's. and Jerry's. Wow, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Unanimous True for sleep. Ben and Jerry's. Moving on. Wow. In the first of these. Two matches. It won the Ice
4: Cream Invitational, did it not?
0: No. Uh. Yes, Ben & Jerry's won the Evan Susser Ice Cream Invitational. Uh, you know, I, I think it might have won over Baskin-Robbins. Certainly, I think Cold Stone was in that mix. And by the way, for, for those of you Cold Stone fans out there who are upset uh, that Cold Stone wasn't in here, Cold Stone wasn't going to beat Ben & Jerry's, just no. knowing me and Mitch alone. Like, that, that's just not going to win. The, it's not going to swing our votes.
4: I've had it. I remember it. It didn't win. Um. Yeah. I got to say that the, uh, the, the, so the, the cookie dough bites, which I had talked about, the half-baked cookie dough chunks, that's what they're called. I enjoy them to have as a little snack, but if you have like a plain, like a vanilla ice cream wags, they could be a good mm-hmm. topping. That's what I was going to say. They, they, sure. they make a good topping. So those are interesting, but I definitely will not
0: get them again. Wow. Ben and Jerry's moving on against the winner of the next region, which we will get into right after this break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? feel a lot better.
4: Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I
0: feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest
4: with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys.
0: Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with the great, the very great John Gabris. As we continue, much madness, 2021, the Tournament of Champions Pie Noon, sponsored by Manscaped, with the Junior Prom Region, BJ's Brewhouse versus the Cheesecake Factory. Now, if you're, you're less familiar with BJ's, you might be confused as to its inclusion. But let me say, the dessert they offer, their signature dessert, the Bazooki. Some people call it, say it Pizuki. Some people say it Piezuki. I, I mean, it's a pun off pizza, right? Pizza and cookie. Yeah,
1: I said pizzuki,
0: P- pizzuki, pizzuki. I guess is is how you're supposed to say it. Jesus. Uh, but I the the pizzuki for my money is especially the chocolate chunk pizzuki, which is their original one, is a perfect chain restaurant dessert, and I think a lot of people consider these like the best chain dessert. So we wanted to include it. For that reason, and the Cheesecake Factory, it's, it's obviously, it has to be in there. It's the titular dish, baby. It's the titular dish. It's the whole <laughs> reason for the chain's existence. I'll get into what I got from BJ's. So I, as I mentioned, I love the Chocolate Chunk one, and I knew that one's a home run. I could, I, there was something about like, oh, I, I, I want to see how this travels. But it was also like, you know what? I've had that one so many times. that such my go-to if I'm going to dine in at a BJ's that I'm going to mix it up. So I got two of their variants. I got the cookies and cream pizzuki, which is a rich chocolate cookie with a taste of Oreo cookies, rich vanilla bean ice cream, and a dollop of mousse. And the mousse has like an Oreo swirl in it. Uh, it has like some Oreo crumbs rolled into it. Our, our guest John Gabris is, was whooping uh, with delight as I was, I was talking through that Tag one. And
1: team, back again, baby.
0: They <laughs> <laughs> also got the peanut butter pizookie, uh, which is a fresh baked peanut butter cookie with rich vanilla bean ice cream. So if I had, this is this is one where, I mean, it's the case with both of these chains, but this is definitely one where if I had this in the restaurant, it's a different experience. With it traveling, you're not getting it in that pizza tin, you know, you know that, that pizza pan. You're getting it in a, an aluminum tin, a to-go container. So that's already, you know, a, a denigrated part of the experience. It's not going to be as warm naturally. It was actually still kind of warm by the time I got it home using my insulated bag. But it's it's not the same as getting it piping hot uh, on your table in the restaurant. Um, but the ice cream, I will say, traveled pretty well. The way they they packed it up, I was expecting that to be to arrive melted by the time I got home. But it was fine. That said, this was Natalie's observation. If you have these components on their own, if you have just like a beat uh, a taste of the cookies and cream cookie, and uh, you know the 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 big warm soft cookie that you're getting, that's like the size of a personal pizza. If you just have a taste of that on its own, you're like, this is good. If you have just like some of the ice cream on its own, you're like, "Well, this is good ice cream." If you have them together, it is transcendent. It's just like these two elements together: the 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 cool and the warm, um, uh, just this smooth, like really, really high quality vanilla ice cream. Uh, with this uh, this baked treat is just so so good. And I'd say both of these were just fucking delightful. I think I surprised to my surprise, as much as I like peanut butter, I think I like the cookies and cream one a little bit more. But both of these were like solid A's, probably would have been A pluses in the restaurant if I'd gotten them warm um at, 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 in that in that pizza pan. Uh Mitch, what did you do BJs wise?
4: Well, that was the first stop of my on our our dessert road trip. My mom and I, we, we, we drove down to North Attendor and we uh we ordered up a, a couple uh, we, we ordered up a, a trio why we got a we got a trio of pazukis. Piezuki's, yes. whatever you want to call it. Um hold on, I've been trying to find it on my phone for a minute now. That's why I've, I've <laughs> What am I supposed to do? I can't find the damn thing. What do you want cuz I got to figure out exactly what I got. Oh god. Do, damn uh, it. do you remember it? I, do you remember it all? I mean, I do remember, but not we ate so many desserts the last couple days that I All right, I found it. Everyone relax. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, we'll relax now. I got a Pizookie. <laughs> I got a
4: Pizuki trio. Wags. Yes, I, I got hot fudge brownie, monkey bread, and strawberry shortcake. Those were the three I got. Um I got vanilla ice cream on each of them and it came with whipped cream. Um the strawberry shortcake had, had like two pieces of strawberry and whipped cream and then The hot fudge brownie had chocolate sauce and some almonds that you threw in there too.
0: These were all good. They were all good. They were, they were smaller than, than usual. Um, well, yeah, you you get that. If you get that three, uh, that three way, it's like they're mini Pazookis, right? They're mini Pazookis. And look, you know what? I was just going to try to do
4: this and get away with it. And I just realizing that I can't do it. And that Doughboys boys always wins. Cause I got a chocolate chunk by the regular size, which is like <laughs> their, <laughs> their classic one. And I was going to try to use that for if this one next week to do it, but one, I hope it doesn't win. Cause I don't want to go all the way back <laughs> down to North Attleboro, <laughs> and two, of course, I just got to go and get another one anyways, who, you know, that's right. it's just, that's what the show is all about. I got to go and get the fuck another one, but the the trios were all good they were tasty you know they were like these little bites you get you get to have fun and try all the different flavors i really liked the hot fudge brownie the monkey bread was good too and the strawberry shortcake here's the funny thing i got that classic cookie one because i thought that would be the best i went into this bj's which was fucking packed to the fucking brim it was like it was like a fucking <laughs> oh, super Christ. it was like a super bowl sunday
1: for, for I went, indoor
4: dining for indoor <laughs> dining it was fucking <laughs> oh my
1: god at a fucking
4: bj bj's, Jesus BJ's restaurant fucking packed packed full of people there was there was a place to pick up orders i was double masked um and uh in, in in the back and and there was there was a guy there who was ordering more at the pickup counter and i was like fuck this sucks this is taking so long a new guy came in that guy finished. The new guy jumped ahead of me, and the other guy took him. And I was like, "Motherfucker, I've been standing here just in the way of servers. So many people around me, just fucking was awful." And then I got so now I have to go back there. By the way, thanks a lot. Ah, uh, fuck you, Wager. It's your fault. Uh, you I got, have to uh, go back.
0: Wait, I, wait. How did I? Pr- I didn't prod you into you did you pressured me? You got another one. No, I, got, I didn't. I, I <laughs> got to say, and what else did you get? Well, now but what else am I
3: supposed to pazookies?
0: do? I got the
4: chocolate chunk bazukey. <laughs> Which is the classic one, and weirdly, this one was not as good. I uh, the cook on it just mm. the cook. I mean, like I think when you get it in the when you actually get it in the restaurant and you have like like you were saying, it comes in that pan. It's just a lot different. Let me just hold up the picture of this one to you.
0: It just it, you know it just didn't. Oh, that doesn't look great. It you didn't should look post great. that on social media. I, yeah. Yeah. I, of it, course, it, we it's will. not even going all the way to the edges. Yeah, it's
4: so. so it,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look, that's. Uh, Officially whack. <laughs> the
4: the the, t- the taste of it was was still decent, and you know I, I put some vanilla ice cream on there and and like you know it was it, but just not as good as the little ones and the little ones were a lot of fun. Like I said, the yeah. ch- the the brownie one was was fantastic. I really liked it, and the monkey bread one was great, and the strawberry shortcut one also also fun. So I liked I liked trying all the little different flavors, and I wasn't sure how those were going to be. One because I also feel like when things are smaller like that, they can just kind of taste shittier and not as good. And two, it's wild flavors for the Paizuki, and but they all of them all all three of them worked. They were it was a good outing. Like this is this is up there as far as like, oh, this is so this is a front runner, of course. This one that's the furthest yes. away is the front runner. And <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it. It was really
3: good.
0: Uh, I I do want to say real quick I I meant to mention I, I talked about there being like an Oreo mousse and that mousse is really really great. Uh it's kind mm. of like a, a as a whip topping. You you get a little bit of that on your fork with a a nice bit of ice cream and and some of that Oreo uh Oreo cookie. It's just it's just a, a delightful bite. Uh Gabrus what do you do BJ's wise?
1: This was my first I've I only know of BJs from your episode. I think it was a wow. Hollywood Handbook guys were on that right. episode of it. B- yeah. Because, uh, I, those are, you know, my favorite episodes of, while we're just talking doughboys, my favorite doughboys are when you have the Handbook guys or, um, the Don't Stop freaks or any of your old birthday boys. It's just real Sesame Street bullshit the whole time. And <laughs> I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Uh, but, uh, I had never even seen it before then. And then, so I looked it up and there is one not too far from me, uh, but I was already incapacitated to drive. So I had to, dis- I, I had to order and then I was like, fuck, let me just roll this into a dinner. And then I could try BJ's pizza as well. And, uh, cool. Glad I got to do that. But I will say, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. A pizzuki is a fucking, Stellar success. I mean, Weiger kind of ran through it, but cookie, great dessert. Ice cream, great dessert. Hot thing with ice cream, great combo. Hot cookie with ice cream, sick, dude. In a fucking skillet? That's like three different sort of ice uh, dessert trends happening at once, and I'm a fan of all those trends. Mm. So, of course, I was into this fucking pizookie. The pizza? Solid bowling alley pizza. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't think it was anything special.
0: It's fucking expensive. It's like it, $30 what... for a pie.
1: My my our BJ's meal was insane because we yeah. got three bazookies and three pizzas uh, for the two of us, and Tiffany ate like half a pizza, and everything's gone. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, whoops! <laughs> I for the podcast had to try the original pizza and the chicken bacon ranch pizza, two things that make total sense for the desserts only. Hence why I'm like, yeah, when I send you my receipts, you only owe me like forty dollars worth of BJ's, though the bill is 175.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's all just what I ate before I did my work for the
3: vodka. <laughs> uh,
1: but I went chocolate chunk bazookie because I had to go classic having never had it before. I've talked at length about my love of cookies and cream, so that selection was there for sure. And then I wanted to throw just one more soda. And and I kind of matched this uh pattern with the uh with my Cheesecake Factory order. I was trying to give them as much of a Sort of allegory to go head to head with. So I went with just a third thing that I would be like, this would be fun if someone else ordered it and I got to try a bite, which mm. is kind of like a low level of appreciation. But I went with the monkey bread, which I thought was the weakest of the oh. three, mm-hmm. but only because of how, how good the other two were. The chocolate chunk, classic, fucking, you know, solid triple. Now the fucking cookies and cream one with that with the aforementioned moose. Uh, what I did was I spread that upon delivery. One one. It sucks to not have the skillet, not have it delivered right to your table. But I will say they deliver it in an oven ready tin, so you can just hit it in the oven at three fifty for a couple of minutes. Oh, I didn't just even think to, to do that. Just to kick it back alive. It had the in the one I ordered it said like heat to 365. It had like a little thing on it. The oh, mine didn't have cold. that. Oh, dude. I heat I took that cookies and cream one. I smeared that mousse all over the top of the cookie before hitting it in the oven. Oh, wow. Came out of the oven, slapped that ice cream on top. Holy shit. Wow. If a uh, fucking if the chocolate chunk cookie was a, a triple this was uh, this guy stole home, you know. It's a ground rule homer or something, you know, like <laughs> some wow. weird, not a full on home fucking run, but like somehow he uh, got a run out of this
4: one. Wow, like, yeah, it's in so the, fucking good, and in the park home run.
1: Yes, exactly, and in the park homer, good call, and yeah, there's a bumbling by the third baseman, but otherwise, it, the the fucking holy shit, dude, I I was so oh no. Rare is dope, Rare does Doughboys give me an experience that is positive for me in the long run. This, you know what I mean? It's always like, well, that uh, 60 chicken nuggets affected your digestive tract for uh, question mark years. And, uh, you know, the 64 items that you had or the three uh, tour spots in one weekend, uh, you know, sort of those things that, you know, chipped years off my life. This introducing me to the Pazuki. And knowing that the Westwood bouzouki, uh the Westwood Pazooki, that's what I'm going to call it from now on, the, West, the Westwood BJ's is not a crazy drive from my house. The Pazooki might make, like, appearances at, like, as, like, what I bring for, like, a dessert to a house, oh, dude. Man. Like, I, it's like that, because... Fuck. Also, BJ's, BJ's. I think is weird <laughs> enough. I think BJ's is weird enough that you're like, I got a Pazuki from BJ's. That most people go, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Right? Like Cheesecake Factory people know. I just think BJ, like that. You would be a weird guy to bring. Were you
4: a Were you high when you ate this? Is this like doping in in the Tournament of t- Champions? <laughs>
1: high, I'm high when I eat everything,
4: dude. Now <laughs> it's it's. I don't smoke weed when I have to
1: work. And I haven't had to work for a year, so
4: <laughs> this is bad news. This is this is uh, this is.
1: I'll tell you what. I was high as fuck for Cheesecake Factory. I did that thing where I got super high because I was like, "Oh, we should watch a movie and eat food." And we watched like Minari, and I was like, "I didn't need to get super high for this movie, but still, a <laughs> wonderful film."
4: Well, let's get
0: into Cheesecake Factory wags. Let's do it. Um... Let's. Uh, I went with two. So I usually would get the vanilla bean cheesecake, which is my favorite. I I didn't need to get it again. That's, you know, like I got that on my, my, uh, I I went, I got that on my birthday. That's how much I love this cheesecake.
1: Oh, that's the cheesecake you ate alone in the bathroom on your
0: birthday, you were telling us about?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I, uh, so the ones I went with were, uh, they're both fruit kinds, but you know, Natalie and I both are less, especially when it comes to cheesecake, we don't want chocolate with it. Like, it's just like that, I like chocolate, I like cheesecake, together it does, just doesn't quite work for us. So we went with two uh, fruit varietals. I got the, uh, we got the mango key lime cheesecake. Uh, which is uh, topped with a mango mousse on a vanilla coconut macaroon crust. And the fresh banana cream cheesecake, which is banana cream cheesecake topped with Bavarian cream and fresh sliced banana. I'll start with the banana cream one, which was simpler like the vanilla bean cheesecake. This one just had like a like a nice like subtle not, not I won't, don't want to say subtle because it was there, but it was like a banana a, a non-overpowering banana flavor that's just throughout every bite of the cheesecake. Um and then the fresh sliced banana that was there uh was, you know, a, a although there was there was whipped topping, I'd say the fresh sliced banana was the proverbial icing on the cake because it was it, that just injected just a little bit more banana into it. Um it, it was creamy and delicious just uh, i man i really love the simplicity of this it was just, especially as someone and and gabrus mentioned uh liking banana desserts i'm like that too i'm bananas for bananas and this one is just it, it i just would 100% like get this one again just like kevin or bob
1: <laughs> never seen a minions film only know about it from this stupid fucking podcast <laughs> all you need to
0: know is Stuart is the one with one eye uh so uh, the banana cream cheesecake, I think, is was uh, was a home run. I thought it was absolutely delicious. I loved it, and I will say that the Cheesecake Factory desserts, by virtue of them being a little simple, being cheesecake, they just traveled better than the BJ's. Even though they got a little jostled in the car, I picked them up. By the way, Mitch, you mentioned uh, uh your your dining experience at BJ's or that the people dining in at BJ's. I went to the Cheesecake Factory in Marina del Rey, which is by the ocean, and uh, to pick it up. And the I when I went to pick up my food, someone else was asking about getting a table, and they were like, "It's a three-hour wait for the patio." Oh my god! Three hours to sit at the fucking Marina Del Rey Cheesecake Factory outside during a plague. You're gonna, are gonna, that's what you're gonna do with your life? I don't understand it. I Dear don't god. understand this this wager that people are making. But whatever. Uh I got that uh, we live in hell, but I, I got that home and I I thought it, it traveled pretty well, it got a little jostled, it was like tipped over, but it was still tasted delicious. The mango key lime cheesecake. At first I was like, is this ungapachka? Is there too much going on? But as I went, I was like, Okay, you know so what? hold
4: on a second. You you asked yourself out loud, is this
0: ungapachka? Yeah, and Natalie was like, Shut up. <laughs> 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 Natalie took her
1: noise-canceling headphones off and said, What? <laughs> and he said, I said it's Unca She's like, forget it, and put her noise-canceling <laughs> headphones back on. I want to paint Natalie as hating Nick because Nick is – it's fun to roast Nick. But having spent time with Natalie, she is, like, the fun – like, if we were a couple friends, it'd be like, yeah, uh, Natalie's coming over for dinner. And it's like, oh, is Nick coming? <laughs> <laughs>
3: like,
1: and now I've known you for, like, eight years and been friends with you. But it's – I like Natalie more. And so so – when I'm playing her as mean to you but she's better than all of this. She yes. should, we should keep her fucking
4: name out of our vocabulary. <laughs> <mouth. laughs> I would I would like Natalie responding to you saying is this Ungapachka by saying like Nick, are we Ungapachka? <laughs> Breaking up. Nick,
1: why don't you why don't you eat in your car in the garage with the right. <laughs> air conditioning on like we <laughs> talked about? <laughs> <laughs> get so sleepy (laughs) wait talk to me more about this mango key lime because that's my one regret in my life in my 39 years is the mango key lime pie not ordering it
0: wow i think the key lime was really good at first i was like should this just be key lime and then i was like you know what the mango is i actually think the mango helps it it's just a very thin layer of mango uh so uh, so again not overpowering i thought it was pretty well constructed but the big thing, the secret weapon here is that vanilla coconut macaroon crust was so good. That crust was delicious. I wish I could make an alteration to a different cheesecake and get that vanilla coconut macaroon crust on it. Because that in and of itself, uh, I, I think, elevated this whole dessert. Yeah, I, I, both of these were both of these were great. I like the banana cream cheesecake. I think ultimately just a little bit more. But they were both fucking uh, just awesome, awesome Cheesecake Factory desserts. Uh, Mitch, what do you think? Well... I really like Cheesecake
4: Factory cheesecake and we, we we recently in this past year in quarantine we we got Cheesecake Factory with uh and Marine and uh I really I really I really enjoyed the the cheesecakes Wags. I I I I had a great experience with it. I actually went with one of those cheesecakes once again um wow. because I was eating it, I was getting them with my mom and I wanted to uh, and I remember she loves pineapple upside down cake. So I got the pineapple upside down cheesecake. Which I had got, um, which I had gotten before with that uh, the episode with Arden, and it was fantastic once again. It was really good, creamy and delicious. I gotta say this: the bags at Cheesecake Factory too thin because while I was driving home, mm. one of the cheesecakes tumbled out, and 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 and, uh, and there was nothing I could do about it. But it was fine; it looked fine. And also, my Cheesecake Factory, uh, this was at the the mall in in the South Shore Plaza. Uh, not that packed also gigantic. And I'm sure on Friday night or something it's packed and there's probably a wait, uh, because it's, it's hell. Like you said, it's just hell. Um, but this was, you know, this was on a Monday night and there was not that many people in there. Um, I liked that quite a bit. The other, the other cheesecake I got was, and I think maybe wise, you had this one was the 30th anniversary chocolate cake cheesecake. Did you have that before or no?
0: Maybe it's, it's not ringing a bell
4: which is basically like a combo of their their regular cheesecake with chocolate cake. I'm going to I'm going to look up the description right now. Um and you know what? This was decadent and delicious wags. It was really fantastic. And I was like, "You know what? They fucking know how to do cheesecake. They've really nailed cheesecake. It's it, it, you know, it's I think you can make complaints about how many calories it is. I think you can make complaints about that it's a little bit pricey, you know, it's like, you know, like nine bucks or 10 bucks for a slice of cheesecake, but you know, the pie is probably in the same range, right? As far as calories and price. So the, so the, yeah, this 30th anniversary chocolate cake cheesecake was layers of our original cheesecake fudge cake and chocolate truffle cream. It was fantastic. They were both really good. We have two, these are two of the top dogs. Wags, they're going yes. at each other in in this round right here. This is this to me. I'm like, I love ice cream. I'm with you guys. I I do love ice cream, and I'm not a guy who. Eat, and Gabriel, I, I, like you said before, I'm not a person who gets dessert every night. And when I do get dessert, like I'm very excited about what I'm gonna get, and I'm excited to pick it out. And so that's been fun with all this, even though it's basically I've had diarrhea. You know, th- like divided by three days a- after I've done this twice. Like it just is. It, it you're not supposed to eat this much fucking cream and shit. It's just terrible. It's 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 a uh, it's destroying my stomach. Yeah but these cheesecakes were fantastic and 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 I get it you know like my mom was like what a kind of a, what a funny place to exist the cheesecake factory and I'm like it is uh, a cheesecake factory in my mind is becoming like one of those it's one of those top tier chain restaurants it is easily easily it's, and 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 you know what I love I I like I I I've never cuz I'm not like a giant cheesecake fan but I never was like I go to the cheesecake factory for cheesecake. I went there for those fucking crazy dishes, just giant, huge dishes of fucking for
1: 3,800 calories of pasta. Alfredo. Exactly.
4: Yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 and I love that, but the, the name makes sense. They're cheesecake fucking rules. And this is, this is going to be close. This is going to be close. I, I, I honestly wonder what you guys are going to do. It seems like it's leaning BJ's, but it's close. Uh,
1: it's super close. Uh, I went Cheesecake Factory Friday night, um, and I was pumped to order Cheesecake Factory for dinner as well. It was like a fun excuse because the one closest to me is like in the Grove, so I wasn't going to go do pickup. Uh, So I was like, oh, let's get dinner too. So it was just one delivery. So I got these buffalo bars, which I I never had.
4: I just want to quickly say that Cheesecake Factory in the Grove, where Doughboys was born,
0: Great Yes, that's the right. Womb. It's a the womb, of, designated it's, historical site, the womb of Doughboys. Holy the, the, shit! Mitch and I met on the patio and and sat down <laughs> and hatched the idea for this uh, awful fucking uh, anchor we're tethered to, where we have to destroy our bodies every week and talk about the meals <laughs> we've had.
1: I remember distinctly one of you guys posting on a social media site about Doughboys. I kind of knew Mitch through my friend, Justin Tyler, and I kind of knew Weiger somehow. Like we, I worked at, on something at the same time as you were, or some UCB interaction where we didn't hit it off. It's, you know, not my fault, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but like, we didn't, like, it was like, we kind of knew each other and you posted and I was like, oh, please let me do Outback. Yes. And the first, and that's like really early on in the show.
0: It's like episode five.
1: yeah, I did Outback and I didn't even eat it before. And I was just going off memory. And we were just talking and it was crazy. And I was like, I think I became friends with you guys during that episode. I was like, oh, I oh, like yeah, this 100%. way too much. Yeah. I knew I like, you. I was
4: like, I knew you. We just hadn't, we hadn't bonded yet. I feel like we hadn't bonded as well as, as, uh, as, we yeah. It
1: wasn't, like. it was inevitable that once we, our gravitational pulls got within each other, <laughs> we were going to both start being like, What's up, big man? Dead dad? Start crying and hugging him. Two Brian Dennehy's.
0: <laughs> I remember actually, Gabriel I remember our meeting because I remember the first time we met because there was a funnier Die segment <laughs> yeah. uh, where we were on, and I don't know if it ever aired, but it was it never we were aired. on the Today Show. And Al Roker was there. Al Roker came and like sat in a Funny or Die meeting. Oh, interesting. And I, at the time, I was at the time I was like a writer on it. You you flew and, to New uh, York
4: for this?
1: No, this no. was in L.A. I flew. To, I had just moved to L.A. Wow. Yeah, I had been living in L.A. for like two weeks. Jason Carden, friend uh, of mine, and used to be a producer at Funny or Die. Great. Was like, hey, we want to do a bit with Al Roker where we want, and as Nick is about to get to, one of the writers to just be sitting in the room fully naked.
0: Yeah. So they brought in Gabrus, and we, I, you know, we didn't know. No one Gabrus. knows me. We didn't know him. So we just thought like, oh, they brought in a weird naked guy. We had no idea you were like like a comedian. And so you're sitting – Gabrus is literally sitting there naked and Al Roker is like not liking it, like trying to play along but clearly pretty uncomfortable. But then Gabrus- oh,
1: and, and, and In hindsight, now I know some of these people and uh, Ali Horde I believe was there or uh, – and maybe Aaron uh, – as well, and they were both like I could tell I'm like oh I'm upsetting these women yeah. <laughs> like and I'm like I is not my choice I was cast I thought you were and I, and they were I guess people were <laughs> like he's really naked on that chair yes like I was I was like oh I had my legs crossed mangina style uh, I don't know if we're allowed to say that anymore I had my legs crossed with my dick tucked between my legs just let's get technical and it was. And no one knew, I didn't know anyone except for Jason and he wasn't in the sketch. So he just like walks out cause he's like producing it. And I'm just in a fake writer's room, fully nude with actual comedy writers that I've never met. And I'm new to LA. I've like got a network. And I'm like, who are all of these fucking white people? <laughs> yeah.
0: A bunch of, uh, yes, this, this, this gleaming white room absent Al Roker, uh, who got hired for writing jobs in Hollywood in 2009 or whatever. Um, and so you were a, but but you were like again p- some people I think po- thought you were like a porno guy or something like had no <laughs> context for who you are and then Gabrus starts just being Gabrus like the funniest guy in any room and Gabrus <laughs> is actually funny and then people are like mad at him because they're like wait the naked guy is funnier than everyone this I is tried
1: the to break the ice here? Yeah. <laughs> and people were like extra mad at me and I was like I'm not gonna last in this city and I'm like t- trying to do comedy in a writer's room and people are mad at me <laughs> it's, like, I don't think I'm long for this world. No, I've never worked in a writer's room since then, so that could be part of it. But yeah, that was a very fun meeting to retroactively realize like, oh, and now Nick Weiger, a dude who I've like shared an Airbnb with around the country on like the one of eight times he's left uh, uh, Los Angeles. It's like... (laughs) It's thrilling that the way we met was me being fully nude because it also kind of sets the right tone for being friends. Well, with me Gabers, I kind
4: of met you in that way too because you were in your lifeguard speedo the first time I met you too. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler, I, I remember, and I remember a time after that where I walked up to you and Tyler. And you were like, get out of here. Dead dad's club meeting. My dad had not died at that point. Yes. And then shortly <laughs> yes. afterwards. I
1: think I, I think I jinxed you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I, I
4: sadly had to join that club after that.
1: <laughs> can you call your mom in so I can apologize for her
4: husband's death? <laughs> I was going to maybe call Are
1: you guys are Irish. Have you ever talked about the fact that your dad died? He's
4: still here in many ways. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's upstairs a lot of the time. He's working. Now that
1: the Cenobite is Catholic, he can be your dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, once he gets a bite of one of these cheesecakes, let me run through what kind of cheesecakes Yes, please. I got. <laughs> I went to Cheesecake Factory Friday night. I went with their classic Oreo, because mm-hmm. I also wanted to kind of, uh, and I didn't know, you'll see why my Pazuki orders were what they were. And then I went with a uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, which is just always a favorite of mine. I was trying to, mm-hmm. and then I went with the, I wanted to go one weird one, and I went with the Cinnabon
4: mm-hmm. Cheesecake. Wow, Cinnabon for a Cinnabite. Uh,
1: but I wanted, me- I wanted, I was torn between the banana and the mango. <laughs> it's like land at an airport, I gotta go right to Cenobite, dude, because <laughs> pain is pleasure.
3: <laughs>
1: and then it hit me with the fucking frosting, baby. Uh, I, I got. I wanted the mango key lime or the banana. Those are the two that I wanted as my third choice because I wanted something off, but I couldn't convince Tiff to be like, you sh-, Like she was like, no, that sounds gross. So we went with the Cinnabon and that one was, Mwah. and I wow. loved, wow. I loved these cheesecakes and Friday night as I ate them, I will say RIP to the Cuban egg rolls. My favorite thing on the, the, uh, the menu, they've now lost them, but they have a Cuban sandwich and an egg roll sampler. So I got both to try to recreate my favorite. Didn't work. Uh, I gotta say, I ate these cheesecakes on Friday night, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck a pizzuki is, but it stands no chance.
3: Wow,
1: wow! I like I just like I was like, these guys know what they're doing. Yep. The crust is good. They're they were different enough for how similar they were and looked. They traveled very well. They have like cheesecake plastic, like they have like a thing to hold a slice, like how. Ben and Jerry's not meant to be a, uh, so they don't have lids. Yeah, they have a specific cheesecake Cheesecake factory. Legitimately a factory for cheesecake to the point where they can like clamshell these things that fit exactly one slice of cheesecake and keep the structural integrity because it is, eating a cheesecake is sort of like, there's a little bit of an, a fun art to it where you choose your bites, but you're also keeping in mind that you don't want to destroy it. There's like something mm-hmm. about eating a cheesecake where like a Sunday you'll just be like, Bleh. but like a cheesecake, you want to be like, all right, well, scrape this side. I'll scrape this side. Oh, maybe I'll take a little from just this. There's something about you get very... Michelangelo with it, you know, where you're slowly carving the tight, the huge dick that David has the <laughs> <statue>. <laughs> that enormous hog that David has
4: Gabriel, so I was going to say congratulations that everyone in that comedy bit thought you were a porn star that, that blew my mind I know,
1: I know. well that's because my dick was tucked between my legs well, I kept saying my dick was tucked between my legs but they were like, it looks like you have a piece of chewing gum stuck in the middle of your pews I'm like,
3: oh, my dick is tucked between my legs <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but, uh, I, I gotta say it, I fucking thought a lock I was like and now I'm burying the lead with like how I'm putting a real ellipses on the end of this year I was like no way I don't know what a Pazuki is but there's no way it ha- hangs against this wow
0: Well, as Mitchell, I was, I
1: was, I was. was, I'm sorry. I was more concerned at that point because I was a little confused about what was going on. I was like, I think I'm confused. Is ice cream gonna beat Cheesecake Factory? Is Cheesecake Factory gonna beat ice cream? I forgot that they weren't even going head to head. So that was like exciting for me when I was like, Oh, good! It's only one on one. Let's see, Pazuki, and I think, I think we're at the time, right, guys?
0: They're going one on one, and the winner will advance to fight the ice cream winner, the creamsman region winner.
1: Oh, shit. Hey, next, Going week, on to face Ben and Jerry's next Going week.
0: on to face Ben and Jerry's. As, as Mitch alluded to, uh, two juggernauts, BJ's, the Cheesecake Factory. It's like la- the NBA bubble playoffs where the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz met in the first round. Well, hold on. And my, you're like, either of these teams could make the Western Conference Finals.
4: My, my qu- question, what did you like better, the, the big cookie with the ice cream on it or the cheesecakes? The cookies, including the little cookies, with the ice cream or the cheesecakes? That's a hard one. It is a hard one. We agree. Yeah, yeah it's a hard one, for sure. It, uh, we're, uh,
1: agreed, Mrs.
4: Mitchell. What do you think? Well,
2: it depends on how fancy I want it to be. On a day-to-day basis,
4: mm. I would
1: like the cookies. But- wow.
4: All right. Wow. help, an- Mom, that didn't help me at all.
1: It slams the door in her face. <laughs> Jesus, Mitch.
4: If <laughs> she wanted to be fancy, she get the cheesecake.
2: I'm with Mama Mitchell. That sounds like a great plan.
4: Yeah. Well, guess I what? I think that's fair. I'm a little Use fancy ass bitch, I guess. Let's count down.
1: Well, right. classic Gabrus, I absolutely disagree with Mitch's mom.
3: <laughs>
4: Why are you you should have got a, you should have got a chance in to tell her that her, her, her the guest room bed is uncomfortable right there. Why do you bring that
0: up <laughs> every time? We had a lovely time. Your mom and I you were sleeping did in you say and your mom you, and I would have nice Hour-long you conversations. I brought you to Quincy, and you were tired. <laughs> I just, I just. How could you be tired, I, Nick?
1: I, I just, I, Nick, you weren't your normal bubbly self when <laughs> I brought you around Quincy. I'm
4: just saying you had the chance to tell her right there again. But anyways, let's let's do the countdown. I'll tell her. Get that bitch back in
3: here. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus. I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. I'm so sorry. Dear Lord. I love her. I love her. <laughs>
0: All right, here we go. <laughs> we we'll count down from three. One of these is going to the Cenobites to convert them to now Catholicism. Remember, wh- one of these is going to one, one of them of the-
1: is a Pazuki. One of them is a chain factory cheesecake that Mom's bitch says is fancy.
3: Uh, <laughs> us,
4: I'm going to say this, Nick. One of these desserts will turn Butterball the Cenobite into butter cream. The man mm. who, he loves. The man who loves desserts and loves Catholicism. And it will wow. turn the chatterer into a guy who t- who he doesn't chatter his teeth. He chatters about how much he loves desserts.
0: Perfect.
3: What the okay, fuck? That, I was trying. I
4: got it.
1: Those are really I good. Uh, those were really good.
0: <laughs> right, we're going to count down. From three, two, <laughs> one. one. Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory.
3: Wow. Whoa, Whoa! What? What? Yeah. Why, are I your... swung
0: to Cheesecake Factory. I and can't you know believe what it. Is? it. As much as I love BJ's Pazuki, in this environment, the Cheesecake Factory was better. In wow. this situation of taking it to go, it travels better. It's a better to-go dessert. And I think of it when we're getting this granular with like, these are two elite competitors, what's going to be the deciding factor? If you're getting these in restaurant, it's kind of a push. If you're getting them to go... Slight edge to the Cheesecake wow. Factory. And what? that's what did it for me. I am sure I might have
1: to I, I might have to agree with Nick on that. The Cheesecake Factory shit delivered so well. Yeah. And I'm sure it takes out very well. But I also think uh, operator error a little bit. I think if you would have hit that BJ's cookie for $350 in the oven, then slapped that ice cream on, you might have plussed it up a little. So I'm not saying that I'm not going to, this is not going to come up every three months. I'm not pulling a fucking Mitch. I'm not going to be like for the rest of my life. <laughs> the fucking Today Show. I'm not like, you know, I let things go. So uh, I think I'm very happy for the cheesecake. Good luck up against uh, my, my two dads, Ben and Jerry. Uh, but wow. Via con Dios uh, cheesecake. That's exciting. I mean,
4: I, look in my mind, BJ's Is gonna win its it's gonna win its way back into this tournament. I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah, I think
0: it'll get another chance, another uh, another bite at the apple in Fat Chance Kitchen. And and when I when we get it for that, if if it is one of the competitors, I will put it in the oven and maybe it will be taken out and re-enter the main competition. But that's for a future episode. I
1: forget about that stuff because I don't. I'm not a. I don't want the double. You know, I don't want (laughs) to give any money to. Yeah, I don't want to give any money to you guys because of you know the kind of people you have
4: on as guests. We're subscribers to Action Boys, you know the the dope. Bo- we are, yeah. Thank you, Mitch. The Dope Boys, po- Boys, the Do- Boys podcast is a subscriber to Action Boys.
1: Nice, thank you, guys. That is appreciated. No, it really is.
0: <laughs> Action Boys with a Z. Uh, it's uh, if you don't if you aren't listening to the show, John Gabris, Ben Rogers, Ryan Stanger extremely funny trio and uh they they break down 80s action movies and it's one of my favorite podcasts and it's the the honestly the funniest thing i listen to um certainly don't thank you Nick. come come to them for for laughs don't come to the doughboys <laughs> stop saying that <laughs> shit for god's sakes <laughs> hey that was our that was that was two first round matchups from munch madness 2021 as we were well into the second hour well, happy it is now eaten. time
1: i just hang up <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Five more segments, right?
0: <laughs> it's now time for a segment. In honor of pie Noon, I've chosen a pie, and Mitch and Gabrus must divine a series wow. of clues to guess what it is. The winner gets an IOU for a pie. The loser goes home empty stomach. It's another edition of Pie in the Sky. Wow. Was
4: there a song? There is.
0: It got me singing pie, pie, which one is in the sky? baked a pastry that was tasty, but a mystery, which kind? And Gabrus and Mitch are giving it their best try, guessing this will be the type of this pie. This will be the type of this pie. So you'll each take turns solving <laughs> In increasingly- 2003,
1: if someone just sent me the video of Nick Weiger with a mustache of a 40-year-old man singing this like weirdly awful pie cover of Don McLean holding a Pellegrino bottle, I think that would have gone viral on my college campus. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Before so many internet videos existed, I feel like early on this guy just going, "Look how seriously he's singing." It's really weird.
3: <laughs>
1: he knows he's bad, right? And what is this pie in this guy? Like out of context, that yeah. would have that was like an early two thousands viral video for sure.
4: <laughs> the mystery of what the pie is, but when it comes to Weiger, there's always
0: a mystery of how the pie got in the guy. We're not sure. <laughs> So you'll, take two ter- you'll, take, you'll each take turns solving increasingly obvious clues. There are two lifelines. You can ask Emma for her opinion. And the eye test. I will screen share a close-up photo of the pie in question. Gabrus, you're our guest. You get to choose if you pick first or second. Keep in mind, the first clue is the most obtuse.
3: Uh-huh,
1: but Mitch is very good at this game.
0: Mitch has a 5-8 uh, and eight record, according to the Doughboys Wikipedia. Do I really? I thought he was really good. Yes.
1: I haven't listened in a long time. I'm working my way
4: back. I've gotten better at the game. I was very, very bad for it for a long time. You're on a little bit of a hot streak.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. uh, I'm going to go first.
0: Fuck it. Okay. You're going to go first. Here's the first clue. You fucked up. You might come across a key component of this pie after a rainy day in Jackson.
1: Okay. I know the answer, Uh, but I want to use one of my lifelines uh to say hi emma hi wow <laughs> what's up <laughs> i would like i would like to discuss with you that jackson is a city in mississippi
3: mm-hmm.
1: mud exists after rain mm-hmm. and that would make my guess is something i don't even know if it's real or not it's just a phrase i know mississippi mud pie
0: Gabrus, you have one that pie in the sky in one. <laughs> that is insane. Mississippi mud pie was the answer. This is a dessert pie consisting of a gooey chocolate filling easiest... on top of a crumbly chocolate crust, usually served with ice cream. This was the easiest pie in
2: this guy, first Just question. drop
1: it, for fuck's sake.
0: The Let's shortest wrap this segment up.
2: for the longest episode. It works out.
1: Yeah, I think it's okay for me <laughs> yeah, to pull the trigger and wrap this. G- Gabers,
2: that was like,
4: yes, that was like high functioning. You're hot. You're so you're very high right now and you want this show to end. And you just zone no, I don't
1: want, I don't actually want it to end. I'm just thinking from your listener's perspective now. You know, I'm getting in the minds of those sickos and, you know, they're done with this. I'm yes. talking too much for them. This
4: is like a score <laughs> It's 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 like the, it's the Irishman version of the Doughboys. We got a big long one. And, and Weiger, and we've also, we've euthanized Weiger's voice.
1: <laughs> we've euthanized Davis, and we've euthanized Weiger's voice. I w- like
0: would you young, have gotten that, when, Mitch? Because I feel like you always complain that the clue is too easy when you lose. I, I would have gotten that one, yes. You would have gotten that. You would have gotten Jackson, by. Mississippi. Okay, yeah. all right. Maybe uh, that was too easy.
2: What was the next clue? I'm curious.
0: The next clue, I would have liked to have gotten to this one. Celebrities from this pious state include blues guitarist B.B. King, Quarterback Brett Favre and Doughboys guest Carl Tart.
2: Ah, uh, Th- there was shit. no question
0: that it was a
4: Jackson, Mississippi. I mean, that
0: okay, never then fine. I should have used something else. I should have been like the uh, the most impoverished state in the nation or something. I, I think I
1: think Mitch you're on the right path here by really digging in your heels and complaining about this dumb
4: fucking
0: thing. <laughs> All right,
4: let's get to the mail segment for god's sakes. Mitch's let's record goes to up five and feedback, nine in the Mitch.
1: Mitch, it's called opening the feedback. Alright, let's bag. open up
0: the feedback. <laughs> Today's email comes from Doug Blomick, aka Prince Peach. Doug writes: <laughs> When ordering food through a website or app, Nick added that
1: AKA on his own. It's not in
0: the email. That's
1: my nickname
0: I give all our I give all our listeners uh, uh, nicknames. When ordering food through a website or app, what is your preferred menu style? I prefer I personally hate when digital menus have different tabs for sandwiches, apps, drinks, etc., and prefer everything to be on one page so I can easily browse. We've all been doing more e- more ordering with apps. Uh, for takeout any preferences Gabrus let's start with you and how do you like your menu laid out digitally
1: I like my menu laid out digitally like diner menu style like uh like my like our friend Prince Peach says hmm. um I like I like to see it all though I've seen on Chow Now the site I've been f- using as frequently as possible for ordering and picking up food I see some of the menus have both the full thing and then a little mini pull down up top where yes. if you're like I know I'm just looking in the for like one of those when you're ordering from a place that has a long menu like BJ's where you're like I don't want tavern style pizza if I wanted tavern style pizza I'd have Mitch make it for me <laughs> I want deep dish so I you know so you could be able to click and jump around that way is good but I do hate being like because sometimes something that you think should be in one category is labeled as an appetizer and right. you miss it and you're like wait Sweet potato fries were under appetizers, not sides. I wanted those, and I never thought to look in appetizers because I didn't want it. You know, I, that's a real champagne problem to have. But you get what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I think it's fair. I, I you know, uh, Mitch, I'm curious about your thoughts. I will mm. say that I kind of like, I, I, I'm not not that I like tabs, but I do kind of like some organization. I do kind of like when it's like. For instance, I'm thinking of Chipotle, but Chipotle has like, you know, their main categories just kind of laid out and they're very clear. And it's just like you like burrito, uh, you know, taco, bowl, salad. It's just, it, you know, you, if you go to your subsection um, and, and but that's all on one page, it's not like you have tabs that you're clicking between. It's just like you're starting with it with the it's like basically the full menu is there, but the full menu is there broken down by uh, by item type. Now, Chipotle is a special case because it's all made to order. So it's not like you're ordering from a bunch of different uh, burrito options. You're just building your own burrito. But I, 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 but I do think in general, I, I think some sort of organization is helpful. Here are two things that bother me. One is when they won't show you the menu unless you share your location. Mm-hmm. When it's like that you have me. to say your zip code, I want to see a generic menu. Show me a, a yeah. na- nationally available menu, even if it's a PDF that I can do without sharing my location. The other thing is, and this is an issue with with Burger King's app, and you know, Mitch and I are big time Burger King apologists. BK is back, but they have like these categories that are like BK's favorites, you know, like shit. Where it's like, I don't know what your favorites are. Your favorites may not be my favorites. Yeah, uh, value your way, family bundles, our favorites. This isn't helping anyone. I mean, that shit you don't
4: see that shit when you go to the drive through. What the hell? What are they exactly. talking about? Give me burgers, give me chicken, give me sides. Uh I I I I'm with you. I I like so the cheesecake factory it it has like you can go by categories and it's absolutely needed. But like you were saying with Chipotle, I like that simple breakdown. And I also, you know what? Sometimes I do just like a straight up when it comes to like a restaurant maybe a local restaurant. I like a straight up PDF of the menu. Like you were saying, like I like, I like to see what is on the menu, the way it's supposed to be. Cause then I like, I'm just reading through the menu. Like I would at the restaurant and that's, and that's great. And that's the way to do it with other places. Yes. Like BK or cheesecake factory or Chipotle. Give me a simple breakdown. And for a place to have a lot of shit, maybe give me the, the categories to help me go through it. Domino's app, which we've said before, it's got a good Domino's has got a good app. It's one. it was one of the early in the app game and and their breakdown is pretty good. Uh, a, a lot of places that there are, what I've learned over, over quarantine is that there are a lot of good apps and then, the, and then the places that don't have it right, just really don't have it right. It's like really yeah. crazy that they're just some places just, they don't even exist. Some places don't even have apps that like should have apps. Um, and that includes, I think Ben and Jerry's did not have an app and I, and I don't, I'm not sure if Cheesecake Factory has one. You can order online, but I'm not sure if there's an
0: app or not. I didn't check. They don't have an app. That's, that's actually crazy. Like, crazy. Their app is just just is Cake Pay. It just lets you pay at the restaurant, but you can't actually order from it. So, yeah, that's a little bit of a frustration, mm-hmm. which um, we, we really deem KFC for. Um, and I guess if we were being consistent, we'd get mad at Cheesecake Factory for it. But it, to me, it's less of an issue because it's just it's not a it's not a quick service place. It's more of an event. You're going to put some more time into it. Anyway. Yeah,
4: yeah. But they should, they should, they should have a a takeout app. There's no reason. One hundred percent
0: agree with you, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, let us know your pet peeves when it comes to online menus. Uh, Is hashtag- Gabriel asleep?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, I already know everyone's opinions on the app, so I was able to check out for a little bit because you know, feel like it's come up a thousand times on this
4: fucking <laughs> show. We should end the show.
3: Just in general. Not, yeah. not this episode, <laughs> the
0: show. Uh, hashtag get your app together to let us know what you like in an online menu. Ooh, if you have a question or comment good. about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOE. That's 830-463-6844. And the Tournament of Champions continues on the Doughboys Double. Catch all the snacks by joining the Goldmer Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. John Gabris, uh, a, a prince. We love having you here.
1: If you think an app is missing something, hit hashtag, hashtag gaping map, gaping app hole. <laughs> uh, like if there's something you can't believe isn't on an app, just hit hashtag gaping app hole.
4: I got to say before I go.
1: That took a lot to get out of my system. I don't know how come I couldn't say that.
4: I, I, I got to say that that our, our furnace is being replaced today and I'm smelling oil right Ooh. now. So that might be the last thing I ever hear is gaping app hole. Well,
1: wow. I'm smelling toast right now, so same for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm home alone.
4: there <laughs> uh, anything you would like to plug? Gabrus, is that a is that a Tiff thing too? of uh, if she like uh like how she says Hercules, is she, does she does she burn toast when you go too long on a podcast? <laughs> when I say her,
1: when I say she say Hercules, that means for me to stop eating so much. When I say Hercules, it means the peg be hitting too deep. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hercules, Hercules, Hercules,
1: I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Check out my podcast, High and Mighty. These guys have been guests before if you're exclusively a fan of them. Emma also engineers that one and uh, does way less work because I don't require much, but she fucking crushes it week after week. So listen for that reason alone. I'm trying to appeal exclusively to Doughboys uh, listeners. And Doughboys listeners, if you're out of money... Uh, you know cancel this and join the action boys patreon but if you have enough do both if you have enough do both but if you if you want to listen to my po- uh, patreon podcast actionboys.biz uh cancel golden Plate club you know you can come back in a couple of months <laughs> if you're if you're sending mitch nudes and shit like i look just like him send them my- i'm trying to run off everything from you guys <laughs> 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 I'm poaching Emma I'm, I got Yusong th- thinking he's working for me in a, in a writer's room but I'm just employing him
4: just to have him for <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has the opportunity of a lifetime it's costing me a fortune but I'm very <laughs> happy to have Yusong
4: get yourself get yourself some extra paper bags for Yusong to breathe into when he's, <laughs> hyper, <laughs> when he's constantly hyperventilating
0: he's, he's having a panic attack dealing with us <laughs> Hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for <laughs> Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. The Munch Madness, the Tournament of Champions, Pie Noon finale will be streaming live. Tuesday, March 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern, the Doughboys and special guests will select the sweetest treat in all of chain restaurants, and you can see it happen. Who will win this year's Dave Thomas Cup? Get your tickets only at headgum.com slash live. That's headgum.com slash live. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description.
2: That was a HeadGum Podcast.